Vigilante Wednesday here on the 35th episode of the Coach of Crime Fighters. Joined by none other but my partner in Coach of Crime Fighting, Matt from Fireball Productions. How are you doing? Yo, I just realized I still have my Expanse background. This isn't an Expanse stream. My goodness, how unprofessional of me. Now I need space. There we go. There now we everyone go. can feel comfortable. Plus, I've got the green screen. Oh, geez, I'm a mess. Hi, Vidge. How's it going, buddy? It's going. It's going, man. It, good. It is going. Good, the world, good. The world keeps turning and it keeps burning. Sentinel, shut up. Stop being accurate. He said I was sleepy <laughs> as fuck. I am yeah. sleepy as fuck. I just woke up. I yeah, to can't, be fair, this, this early morning shit, <laughs> this early so morning much. noon show that we do, <laughs> uh, I suck at waking up. I was, yeah, honestly, I do too. I, I kind of I uh, went to sleep late and was just like, golly, I gotta get up. And so every show I've been doing, I just get up and just hope that I don't sound like a dumbass. Yeah. I was uh, I was uh, watching episodes of Band of Brothers. Um, yeah, you've been doing that. Yeah, yeah we're doing that. I was supposed to do mine tomorrow, but I had to switch it because I actually have to work tomorrow. So we like, I was like, I was like, oof, I'm a few episodes behind, so I had to like catch up and you know, I was yeah. up late watching it and passed out. Uh, Pat S says, "Remember, gents, it's easier to fight crime in the daylight, but crime doesn't sleep, and neither do I." Yeah, at least Crack until I pass out drunk and you know, four in the morning yeah. or whatever. Vigilantes work at night, man. What the hell, that's right. That's right. That man fucking getting his coffee at Duncan before he starts his shift. <laughs> Just like wiping the crust out of his eyes. The Joker's yeah. like in line. He's like, uh, not yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll get this done. We'll get my coffee in. We'll, we'll figure this out later, man. Yeah. Round nine-ish. Uh, Rid- the Riddler's the barista. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me this. It's like, uh, no riddles. I'm just, can I have coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, hello, my friend. Yeah, how how are you doing, man? It's been it's been a minute because I, you know, whenever there either isn't or I host and you're not on the cocktail lounge, it's like a an extended time between talking to me. It's weird, yeah. you know, because like we do this so regularly. Like I f- I feel like I haven't. I mean, I haven't streamed in I feel I guess over like about a week now. Yeah, and it feels weird. Yeah, it didn't. Like, it feels like man, what has Matt been up to? It's been so long. Not too much. I mean, <laughs> I uh, I went to I was, Houston. I was about to ask that. I was Houston. It was great, man. I had a blast. I saw I saw a buddy uh, from L.A. He's he's uh, he's from Houston, but we went to the uh, the mm-hmm. Renaissance Fair, which uh, super gay, but but gay? And it, but but good gay, you know. Okay. Um, it was really fun. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was like lots of you know. It's it's the biggest Ren Fair in the country, I think. Oh, I did not know that. And real quick, I just want to thank Pat S. He said, uh, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, go share the video on Twitter. Thank you, Pat, Pat S. S. Is a please good guy. share. And he's share got the uh, he's got the Screaming Eagles uh, as his avatar. So check out Pat S. If you want to see all the episodes of people covering uh, Band of Brothers, because it's ah. a multi-channel experience. Um, and he and he is the orchestrator of the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. Follow follow Pat S. on Twitter. Right, um, yes, please do. Yeah, but uh, but it was great. The Ren Fair is really cool. It's this. It's like it's on this giant farm that's like six or seven hundred acres large. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the whole not, not the whole Ren Fair is not that big, but yeah, it's like this. But there's all these permanent structures, you know, that are they're there like year round just for this you know several month Ren Fair, 
and uh, there's like a pirate ship and like all these like kind of castle-y type buildings. And, you know, they had they had a fair amount of booze. I was uh, genuinely impressed with the with the uh, alcohol selection. Yeah, I thought that's was... half the point. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely. Yeah, at least for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 60% there's... of the point. Yeah, it was, but it was great. Then they had like good beers. Like they have like these local Texas breweries and stuff like that. They had um, <clears throat> there was like a liquor tent. We did a scotch tasting. It was it was a hell of a time. I love scotch. Yeah, it was really cool. And like the woman was kind of like this sort of carny chick who was you know, like uh, giving us the lowdown, gave us a few extra pours. You know. Hey. Yeah, and then this other carny guy like taught me and my buddy how to throw axes. Oh shit! Yeah, weapons training. Uh huh. Yeah. There you go. That's how you fight culture crime with yeah. an axe. You have to throw an axe at a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that. Well, no, I was about to say. If I figured if I said a name right then and there, my my inner like lawyer called me like, if you say a name, you might have threatened them. You may get sued. So don't do that. I was about to say no, no names. Yeah, no, no names. names. I was no. But I got the figurative or something. I don't know. Allegedly, I, allegedly, legally. I did. But. I shot a longbow. Uh, I shot a crossbow, uh, and then um, we threw some hatchets. I didn't do well at first, but then we this other like homeless guy after the scotch, <laughs> he like taught us how to <laughs> how to throw hatchets. Me and my buddy, and it was uh, it was fun. So like, yeah, oh, this is cool. So you you already got vigilante training. You like mm-hmm. a, a fucking crossbow makes you a superhero in two universes. Fucking yeah. Hawkeye and Green Arrow. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, do you cool, know that crossbows in the Middle Ages were outlawed? Really? Yeah, it was such an effective weapon, they outlawed it. So, like, gun laws for, for now. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, like, no. Yeah. Uh, they lost that war because uh, they're, 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 they're legal now. Damn right. Goddamn America. Yeah. yeah. Trying to take away guns. Never take away guns. Never take away the guns of the people. As we are, you, people. are you a gun owner, Vigilante? Uh, well, yeah, I am. I'm like, it's not illegal. What, what, uh, what, what firearms do you own? I don't, I don't actually own that many guns, and I actually need to get more. I've, I've, I only have one right now. What is it? I just have a shotgun. A shotgun, twelve gauge. Yeah. Yeah. Pump action. Yeah. Nice. He has like a little pistol grip, which probably I heard makes it work. It's got a pistol grip. That's like that. That's like the shotgun from uh, the Getaway. With um, yeah. Alec Baldwin and is it Claudia Schiffer? Is that who that is? Get away! That's an older movie, right? Yeah, movie. there's a great there's a great scene with um, I think it's uh, hold on the Getaway. Yeah, in- 1994. Uh, Kim Basinger, not ah. not uh, Claudia Schiffer, but there's a great scene because Michael Madsen's the bad guy in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this great scene where he he kidnaps this family or this like a uh, husband and wife, yeah. Uh, and then eventually like kind of uh, starts sleeping with the wife, like fucking oh, her. Oh man, yeah. But the husband, but the husband's like tied up in the other room, oh, <laughs> and he fuck. cucks her. Yeah, or cucks him. It's pretty. It's pretty brutal, but it was also kind of funny because like you know she was like into it. Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah. No. yeah, it was bad for the guy, and I think the guy eventually killed himself because he was uh, so dejected that his wife was fucking this criminal. But uh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty bleak. But I do remember there was the, uh, the the this really cool pistol grip shotgun. Yeah, 
Um, let's see if yeah. I can't find it. Actually, let me go with Pope Chupacabras. Uh, yeah, I was a gun owner, but I lost them all in that horrible offshore boating accident. Yeah, the boating accident. Middle of Atlantic, terrible loss. Yeah, I was in the same boat. We, we both lost our guns in the boating accident. Huh. By the way, the chat uh, is trying to Joe Rogan you. They, they asked, did you try some DMT? No. And, uh, no the way down called you a uh, Joe Rogan Matt follower. Joe Rogan Fowler. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'll take it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in Austin. You're a podcaster. You're a comedian. Practically yeah. Joe Rogan. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the most influential broadcasters in history. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take the comparison. There you go. Even if it's a derogatory. Um, the uh, Apparently, the getaway... I didn't. I actually didn't know this, which I'm sort of embarrassed, but the original one was with uh, Steve McQueen. Oh, I didn't know. So it was a remake. Yeah, and I never, I've never seen that. Huh. There you go. Yeah. Have you ever been to the website IMFDB? IMFDB? Is, is that like I am fucking DB or something like that? No, it's the uh, International Movie Firearms Database. Oh, Jesus. I've never heard of it, but now I'm I'm on their site now. It's a great website if you just want to know, like if you're just curious about, like, what was that gun? What gun yeah. were they using? Uh, and it's a really good uh, it's a really good resource. For instance, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the shotgun that they used in The Getaway that I remember vividly seeing when I was a kid because I was just – I'd never seen a pistol grip shotgun before. Oh, so that's cool. That has, like, the the – stock still like mine doesn't have oh stock. yours is yours the um what's it it's, called the the storm or something the no mine's is just a a, a a mossberg and i forgot it's not even like the the main it's not a 500 and it's not the they have the one like that's basically a fucking sawed off that i actually want but i, I mean i'll probably break my arm trying to use it but it's like a fucking call i think it's called shockwave or something it's like that's the the shockwave yeah yeah i don't it's not that that's a damn oh. sawed-off. That's basically a legal sawed-off. Yeah, isn't that weird? How is that legal? I, I'm glad that it is. We need bazookas to be legal, damn it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Save it for yelling at parked cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I want my attack helicopter in my tank. <laughs> Talking about my, a sawed-off. My fleet. This is the shockwave. But yeah, I have, uh, I'm glad they have not gotten to it yet because, yeah, that's, just, that's a fucking. That's a shock. That's a cool damn gun. Yes, they have one with a fucking drum. Fuck, really? Or whatever that like a uh, it looks like a uh, magazine. Oh, this this little yeah. Oh my god, that's just brutal. That's got to be illegal. <laughs> I hope it's not. That can't be legal. That looks fucking brutal as shit. Fifteen <laughs> rounds in a pump action shotgun. <laughs> I don't know. Look at this. Oh, oh shit. Listen, no. if you get in a, <laughs> a drum mag on that thing, that's drum. insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Take down an aircraft with that. Exactly. Like, what, <laughs> there, what situation could you possibly get in when you need every single round? Right. Like, if you're in that situation, you're fucked. I mean, yeah, you're fighting a militia. <laughs> yeah, baby. Hey, I want to be prepped for the zombie apocalypse. I got to prep for it. So. <laughs> I need a I need a, a short barrel, twelve gauge pump action shotgun with a fucking drum, because America. I guess that would be the most effective weapon against zombies, right? Because even if yeah. you didn't hit him in the head, just all if you if you use like buckshot, like just their soft flesh would be. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you yeah. Get into a whole group of them. Pow. Yeah, Multiple that's true. 
you wouldn't want something precise like an AR. I mean, you would, I guess, but I think like that would be a deterrent because it's like you'd be you'd really have to aim for their head. But I feel like yeah. the force of a shotgun would wipe out zombies. Even if you didn't kill them, you cut them in half. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Pat S says, uh, "I can. Uh, I live in Texas. I can open carry my Navy Colt forty five. I don't own a firearm." Well, I own I own a um, I own a uh, airsoft pistol that looks like a firearm. Probably the worst it's, of both it's worlds. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It doesn't. Uh, not a real gun. It it looks like a kind of a sports shooting. It does kind of look like a Colt forty five, uh, but it's not. Uh, I was thinking about buying a gun. I was thinking about buying a pistol. Maybe like a like like one of those cool like Heckler and I think it's Coke. All the people always say Koch. Say, yeah. They say Koch, but I think it's pronounced, pronounced Is it Coke. actually Coke? Uh, I think so. Um, such a dead old guess. It's tactical nukes. Tactical nukes for everyone. There's yeah. no reason that would go wrong. Um, yeah, I was thinking about getting like one of those slick German pistols, yeah. you know, because they're, they're so beautiful. And, and then just for fun, like a 40, you know what I mean, to like yeah. uh, do a little just target shooting and stuff, feel like a there man, keep my home there safe. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Not that I'm really worried about being unsafe. I live in a gated community. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm fancy. There you go. Fancy. You like LeBron. <laughs> See, practically Joe Rogan. That's right. Gated, gated community in Austin. Rogan will, <laughs> Rogan will be like uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the end of Predator. He'll just, if someone breaks into his house, he just like covers himself in mud <laughs> and has like a bow and arrow, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just know spinning back kicks. He can, he can fucking spin and back kick someone's fucking head off. Did you so. see the video where he his uh his, his just his shin kick was more powerful than the uh, Muay Thai champion? I didn't see that. I've seen him yeah. train before, but I didn't see that. He's such a peaceful guy, right? Until you see him train, and then you see where the rage really exists. Yeah, yeah, man. It's there. It's in his eyes. He's a fucking animal. That's where he gets <laughs> it all out. Yeah, that, you know, I've been wanting to train. I'm so in, I'm in such terrible shape, but I've been wanting to train. The but, wait down, the wait, the wait down says, "Don't get an HK." Jesus H, Matt, you're so white. What's wrong? Get a Glock. Listen, Glocks are not like they're durable, but they're not like elegant pistols. Like they're they're very rugged. I don't want a rugged weapon. He, I want an elegant a, weapon for a, a more fancy, civilized day. Yeah, fancy gentleman's weapon. Yeah, he wants yeah. a gun he can shoot with with his pinky extended. Wait down. Actually, I'd like a PPK. That would be cool. There you go. Look at you. That'd be nice. A little nine millimeter PPK. That's a beautiful little pistol, eh? Yeah, but isn't that the James Bond pistol, the Walter Mm -hmm. PPK? Yeah. Yeah. See, he wants elegance. Mm -hmm. Elegance. Fancy. I'm fancy. Fancy snob guns. So uh, there is a breaking story right now. Thank you to Steph Ann, uh, uh, My Nerdy Home. Uh, Oh, shout out to My Nerdy Home. Yeah, she uh, is, I guess she retweeted our favorite, Nina Infinity. Yeah. Um, let me share this with you. I guess yeah. Ruby Rose is on a fucking rant right now really? about Batman. Yeah, about Batwoman or whatever. Do you want to hear this? Yeah. This is, this is crazy. So this is, uh, it says, <clears throat> this is something she put on her, I guess a few hours ago, she put it on her Twitter or Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine taking a huge pay cut to play a passion project and being so excited about Comic-Con and then being told they would not adjust the schedule so I could attend. Then, But then saying we won't announce it, and you have to, and me putting my foot down and saying why must I be the face of this, only to be told if I didn't do this video they would be silent and people would turn up to find 
out on the day I wasn't there. I folded. I wanted to do it. Uh, I, I wanted to do what it took. But then being told, cover your scar. We don't want to see that scar on the video. And you wonder why I posted my surgery video. Now, that's just the first one. The next one is mm-hmm. bananas. The next one says... Uh, Something, something, please to my dear, dear fans, stop asking if I will return to that awful show. Oof. I wouldn't return for any amount of money, nor if I had, if a gun were to my head, nor did I quit. I wow. do not quit. Yeah. Wow. They ruined Kate Kane and they destroyed Batwoman, not me. I followed orders. And if I wanted to stay, I was going to have to sign my rights away. Wow. Any threats, any bullying tactics, or blackmail will not make me stand down. A crew member got third-degree burns all over his whole body, and we were given no therapy after witnessing his skin fall off his face. Fuck. But I was the only one who sent him flowers and cards, and and they were told we had to do a sex scene without a minute to process. We lost two stunt doubles. I got cut in the face so close to my eye in a stunt I could have been blind. Gee, I didn't even hear about that. I heard about her Me neither. nearly getting paralyzed, though, in another I, stunt. No, was that her or was that the... Because there's a PA who did get paralyzed. Yeah, there was a PA that did get paralyzed, and she almost got paralyzed. She needed surgery. Tell you what, learning all this really does make it a lot less funny. Yeah, um, man. This yeah. is... Wild, I, wild. This I was just reading was this during the intro. Like, what's that? Like this set, this Batwoman set. We talk all about how oh it's a bad show, this that, and third. <laughs> but this sounds like a fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. It's unsafe. Like, uh, lots of people are getting hurt. This is what happens. And I, I mean, and I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I can't no, help but think, um, this is the consequence of diversity hiring that you you. Create a very unsafe set. You want to be so diverse. Listen, if people aren't trained, it doesn't matter what background they're coming from. There's going to be some problems. And, like, this seems insane. If they're, like, people get burnt up, accidents all the damn time, something needs to be done. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised it got this far. And then, uh, you know, they just basically replaced her when when the contract didn't work out. They're like, all right, we'll just get another diverse hire and uh, try to kill her. I've thought that on a much smaller level. Like, why HBO Max is such a shitty service. I'm like, that feels like they may have hired people who weren't qualified. You know, Mm. it's like, there's no reason why HBO should have like a clunky streaming service. That doesn't make any sense, you know, in this day and age. Uh, So it's like, oh, maybe they diversely hired that. Who knows? It may have. I don't understand that. how that's... You're right, HBO with Warner's backing makes like the worst streaming service. HB fucking O, like they basically were what Netflix modeled itself after when it it, it grew. You know what I mean? So like, how could you yeah. not? I don't understand. Out? I don't get that at yeah. all. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so she says, uh, a woman was left uh, was left quadriplegic. A quadriplegic, Jesus, that's horrifying, dude. That's just a uh, poor was... girl. She's quadriplegic for the rest of her life because this fuck awful show. Uh, And they tried to blame it on her being on her phone. So much so, CW couldn't even help her to start with because they needed to, quote, investigate. So she had to do a GoFundMe. She's a PA. They work via phones. Her accident occurred because our show refused to shut down when everyone else did because of COVID. Jesus. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pandemic. And I told her it was... 
Bad so idea. Somebody has no heart and wanted us to finish the season throughout the pandemic. <clears throat> yeah. Suddenly he was up there. Yeah, now I guess she's talking about all the different shows. Um, uh, too distracted. <clears throat> no, I guess I sorry, I didn't mean to take over, but uh no, it's cool. Too... I'm just sort of scanning it if there's anything. Well, I'm just, just still trying to read it. Uh too distracted during COVID or constantly checking COVID updates, checking on friends, Riverdale, Flash, Supergirl shut down already. <clears throat> Felt something bad. What happened? Wait, they were filming during was she still on the show during Coof? You're I telling honestly, me this. I don't know. I the can't timeline. remember the timeline either. Yeah. I mean, it must be. Because she's saying be. this. I think you're. Yeah, I think she asked me. And so she's talking about the uh, just the girl who got hurt, which is just the worst. I mean, that girl's quadriplegic. Like that's hor- Like that's just so horrifying. And the girl is like, and she's just a PA. Like it's like that. Jesus. That's like this being like a busboy in a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah. lowest like position you can have. Ugh. God, that sucks. Yeah. It's really she, but this is really unprecedented for someone to be this, uh, you know, <clears throat> just like well, honest and just I, going after it. So I remember covering. Now that I'm thinking about this, I think this is one of the first things I covered on the channel, like last year, her leaving, and because I remember doing something about Javika Leslie talking about she's thinking in a snicker when they showed her in a bat suit and shit like mm. that. So like. What I, if I can remember correctly, and it says some of it there, you know, she had uh, Ruby Rose had an accident herself, like I said, and um, so every, you know, there were a bunch of different individuals. I didn't know there were that many accidents, but I did know somebody got hurt. I didn't know they were, you know, quadriplegic. I thought they were paraplegic. Not yeah. that that's much better. They're both, but still, horrible I mean, she might be PA. getting the term wrong. She might have said the wrong thing. Either it's way, a rant. But still, yeah. I mean. Part of your body is paralyzed because of this god awful show. You know yeah. what an injustice that shouldn't even be happening. And something told me like something like went janky, like with that show. And a lot of people were killing her at first. Like, why are you killing her if she had this accident? That may have a huge reason to do why she left the show. It's Apparently, possible. that wasn't even the reason. It said something about a contract. Uh, she said something about a contract. Well, yeah, it also sounds like a pile of bullshit. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It just sounds like more and more things. Like, that guy got third-degree burns Jesus. on his face. Right. I didn't like, hear anything about geez, that. I didn't know about that. That's the first I'm hearing about it. But it's just like, good God. Like, you know, these people are uh, – Chewbacca kind of makes a sort of a brutal comment about it. But, uh, you know, these people are – you know, a lot of them are dickheads. A lot of them do, you know uh, – what's the word? Like – they talk a lot of shit on the internet, but a lot of people are just caught up in it. You know, a lot of people are, they are just people. I lived out there. I know a lot of them. Like, yeah, like they're jerk offs, but like there is a giant system at play too, and people get caught up in it. And then, you know, it's like they're kind of just uh, like stuck in this big machine. Um, yeah. It's a cog in it, a machine. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's okay to feel bad when people get fucked over like this. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, I know we want to talk shit about them because of how like uh, how much they attack us, but this is you know there's a there's a monstrosity behind it that people get kind of trapped in the under the wheels. Yeah, and I have a theory about what's going on and what's happening with this whole Batwoman thing. Hmm. Uh, My theory is that we know the the edict. There there must be agenda. There must be agenda. So that like they have to create a show that has agenda, but they don't have the biggest budget. And because the show 
does so poorly. They didn't cancel it like Why the Last Man, which they should. They the budget's even smaller, so they they are both trying to. Uh, they're basically trying to satisfy diversity hiring and budgetary requirements, and they're getting a lower value of safety for their set and a value of uh, just basic production. And that's what's causing all these issues. Not just wait. Did camera. something happen with why the last man? Well, why the last man get canceled? You hear about that? Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, it just got canceled yesterday. I think yesterday well, the day it, before because it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. No I, I, it. Oh, it says was abruptly canceled. Uh, six like years seven. after landing at FX for development, the drama based on the beloved oh what a bunch of bullshit on the beloved comic series was axed before it could even finish its first and possibly only season. Yeah, actually, I think I covered it either yesterday or the day before. I don't know. Uh, like, is that shocking to anybody? It's like, who wants to see... Like, it wasn't as preachy uh, and woke <clears throat> as one might think, but it wasn't... It was It was, to a degree. And, like, the main... Ca- the lead character had a fucking lisp. Yeah, it looked... So I... Uh, let me bring this up. I actually covered part of it yesterday. And I'm not going to get into the article. I just want to show you the picture of... The actor they used to play him, this is the actor. You can see how he looks kind of kind of yeah. cuck faced. And then you look at the actual comic, and this is the guy in the comic, and he looks a little bit more masculine and a little yeah. bit more like he looks kind of yeah. like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he does kind of like Kevin Bacon. He, he doesn't look like some badass, but he doesn't yeah. look like a bitch either. He looks like this broken guy in a broken world. Uh and it looks more like <clears throat> not soy. That's the only way I can Not describe soy, it. That's fine. And then you look at this guy, and it's like he doesn't look like. I know it's just one picture. I don't know. I didn't see any of the show, but he doesn't look like the guy. He doesn't look like a hero of any kind. Or anything. he's very much like a Brooklyn hipster. And I, yes. I read, yeah, I read some of the comic book to kind of compare and contrast. And he like they did some weird things. Like he does have a monkey. In the comic yeah. book, which I was like, okay. But, like, in the show, he's trying to do this trick while he's hanging up upside down, and he doesn't succeed. And he's just kind of, he's this hapless uh, wannabe magician. Uh, but in the book, he's a wannabe magician, but he's successful. Uh-huh. And they changed it for him to be hapless. And you're like, why? Why would you, why couldn't he be a successful magician? Like, it was. It hit all these kind of traditional Hollywood tropes of like, you know, whatever the hell they're doing now. Yeah. Uh, there was like this sort of, you know, man bad subtext. It wasn't overt, but it was definitely there. And I, yeah, I'm not surprised people didn't want to see it. Like, I'm not even sli- slightly perplexed by this. Yeah. But um, yeah, I only brought it up because I think Batwoman should have canceled itself like seasons ago. They're in the third season, yeah, which is good point. In, insane. And at least why the last man had the good sense to cancel stuff. And by the way, hi to everybody in the chat. I see people. I Hello. see Jake D. I see Kai MFS. Jake Diesel. What up? Yeah, dude? Jake D's here. Uh, so you're the only one that never heard of why the last man. You didn't miss much. It was just a. Let me yeah, actually read shit. the quote from the showrunner. She'll tell you exactly what it was and exactly why it got canceled. Um, 
It was a why the last man is about gender and how oppressive systems inform identity. We had a gender diverse team of brilliant artists led by women at almost every corner of production. Uh, uh, Producers, uh, writers, directors, cinematographers, uh, production design, costume design, stunt coordination. We see how that works. Um, hmm. And more, it is just the most collaborative and also ultimately uh, very a uh, beautiful thing I've ever been a part of, and we don't want it to end. That is why the last man, JG, gay, bigot. <laughs> but there was like, there were, and it was amazing how they would tiptoe around it because you have to deal with it nowadays because you yeah. know it's Hollywood and this obviously the soy boy runs the show. Um, but it was, uh, you know, the that, that's a that's a whammy. That wasn't a soy boy. Oh, that's a girl. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. Oh, that's clear. Okay. Um, but they, uh, like, they they find him. He he's eventually found. You know, because he's by himself for like a month. Somehow didn't know what was going on, even though like the whole no. world around him is falling apart. Somehow he didn't manage to get the news from anyone in his apartment. He lives in New York City. It's not like he lives in a cabin in the fucking woods. Oh, he lived in New York City, here. and there's a giant disaster. That'd be like living in New York City through 9-11 and not knowing like about or 9-11. Li- like, living, it was through just ridiculous. Co- living through Koof. Living through the Koof. Like, oh, I didn't know. I've been in New York I, for Hadn't heard like, about what? it. What? Yeah, like there was no news reports that all the men were dead. He go, he has to go to the White House to find to get this news. We're like, what? That's so goddamn stupid. Um, and then like he asked he asked his mom like, so there's no other men left? And she's like, oh, we found men, just none with a Y chromosome. Okay. You think maybe in the cataclysmic disaster, gender identity wouldn't be a priority, but apparently it well, still was. And there was he had there was some other girl who had friends or whatever, and one of them was so dejected because all this person's friends ran off with all the testosterone. You want to know something? Of course, if if there were only women left, of course they'd be concerned about gender identity. They'd be concerned about their hair, their nails, all this other dumb shit. It's but a it's joke, like. Lady. But the, it's it's the end of the world, cataclysm on an on a biblical scale, and they're like, you took my testosterone. What am I gonna do? I guess you'll just be a girl. It's not that big of a fucking deal, cons- co- like compared to running water or electricity or having enough food to eat tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, they took the testosterone. What is this fantasy land? Oh, they can't stop stepping on their dicks. Yeah, how are they going to get the plumbing system working with women? Well, no, but I need my gender identity expression to be well realized in this post-apocalyptic nightmare. Oh my nope. god! No nope. wonder no one's watching this show. Who watches this shit? No one, and it got canceled. Yep, no one at all. Jake D didn't even know it existed. Jake <laughs> Diesel. Jake Diesel. Uh, isn't a girl? Hell, isn't a girl? It's been, been a Hello. Uh, can confirm being a girl is survivable. Yes, it, it actually is possible. Yeah, I know it's it's this huge this huge disadvantage, you know. Oh, golly gosh, uh, and the white patriarchy. So all all uh, the oppression, you can still survive. How? Mm-hmm. Yes, Queensland. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Pope Chewbacca is fucking on one today. He was really, he woke up angry. Food, food to eat without testosterone. I mean, oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Um, I it wanted needed- to, uh, I wanted to share another, and this was, I couldn't believe this. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I was, 
I want I was I, I play this little mobile game called Two Dots. I don't know if you've ever played that before, but uh mm-hmm. it's just a fun little you make little squares and they zap all the same color and you gotta, you know, hit these little goals on each level. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little game. However, in the later levels, it gets kind of tedious, and you're just like, oh, right. And like, eventually, the the whole conceit, like the point is, you uh, <clears throat> you have to like basically what they're trying to do is goad you into uh, buying their little like uh, like upgrades and little, you know, little, yeah, yeah, you know, like every other mobile game that they let pay you have win. fun. Yeah, it's a pay to win, like all of them. Uh, and so I was like, this is, I don't like this. I need to download a new game. So I downloaded the Oregon Trail. Oh, classic Oregon Trail. We remember the Oregon Trail, right? Yeah. Super fun. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't get, I didn't even start the game. I didn't get 10 seconds into the game. And then they hit me with wokeness. Yes. In the Oregon it's, Trail. It is the Oregon Trail. So I'm in Portland. Yeah, that's a good point. Look, look at this intro that the game gives you. This is before the game starts. This is the this is how it begins. Awesome. In creating this new game in the beloved Oregon Trail series, we were determined to better depict Native American perspectives. For indigenous peoples, westward expansion was not an adventure, not an adventure, but an invasion. Recognizing this complex history, we have collaborated with Native American scholars to bring a new level of respect, respectful representation to the game. The fucking Oregon Trail. Well, well, you know what? Stop being a bigot, Matt. You know what they should do? They should make it so you're the, the, you're the uh, Native Americans and you, you get to kill Whitey. That's what they should do. <laughs> That's what they should do. I agree. That's what they should do. I'm just like... Bigot. No, this is pretty... This is a bit much. It's like... I'm not even I'm not even arguing against that necessarily. Yeah. It's like but the like the phrasing I just want to play the game. It was not an adventure, but an invasion. So the Oregon Trail now the point is to vilify the, you know, the colonists. It's like really fucking colonizer. In the Oregon Trail like that was the game you all played in, in grammar school. You know, yeah. and you just you shot bison, and you tried to not get dysentery, and they're like, "You gotta, you gotta learn about your privilege." Uh. You you need check your privilege. Check your privilege. It was that, an but, invasion. Like, all right, melodrama, I mean, fucking his, gender studies asshole. Shut like, up. Historically, it, it was rough, but like, rough. That's that's an understatement. Historically, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's bad. It was very bad. I'm not saying it wasn't. But like. I can't. You know what? Just do we need social lessons in all of our entertainment? Do we? Yes. That's those are the rules from on high, and that what that is what's getting played out. That's that's my thought. It's the fucking Oregon Trail. You should be lucky. I'm nostalgic enough to give a fuck about your game. And I couldn't even bring my honestly. I couldn't bring myself to play it after that. I was like, I don't. Because yeah, you this. just like uh, I don't. You know, I think. Ninety percent of people probably just click like like with most games that ever exist. You just skip through the intro. Yep. I mean, sometimes you oh, miss yeah. the intro, but you just kind of skip through to start playing, and it's probably not going to phase them. Um, and I'm sure, like with the Oregon Trails like gaming content, like how woke can you make it? Like you, when you actually are playing a game, I'm sure it's not like that bad. But it is just like all right. Man. I I have no idea. Like I didn't play it. I couldn't get past the beginning. I was just like, <laughs> oh for fuck's sake. 
just more of the same sh- you know what i mean like you're just oh yeah. right everything's a lecture everything is you know reframing the past and it's like there's a lot of misnomers about native americans i'm not saying they didn't get fucked by the you know the evil colonizers right sentient dildo but yeah. You know, the idea that they were just living here peacefully is is complete bullshit. Like there were yes. wars all the time. There was, you know, it's just like every other populace of people. It's just a it's a constant ebb and flow of peace and war and murder and genocide. Like it's just it's been the history of the planet everywhere you go. I'm not saying it's good, but still it's like there's this narrative that these evil Europeans were just, you know, destroying the 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 heartily made peace amongst all these poor indigenous folk. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not what happened. Like they they were just playing their part in the way the world was back then. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it was universal. And honestly, I, I, I've always been under the opinion this stuff is kind of slightly like white supremacy in and of itself, even if it's in right. a negative, because it makes you guys it makes like white people seem as if they are like the gods of the earth mm-hmm. that conquered all and brought uh, civilization to the world. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it's like, you know, we have a responsibility because, you know, we are we're superior. Yeah. It's like the subtext. Yeah, it is that that's like right. that's the subtext and it's complete bullshit patronizing it's essentially genuine racism yeah and that's not why again this is the fucking oregon trail man this is right. just this is not it's a kids game it's a kids game it's for people you know a generation like us that remember playing it as kids maybe if we had kids or nieces or whatever to show to our our, our younger generation of kids or whatever and, and to play and to have fun and to like you said shoot bison and go through the little rpg-esque elements of it and just have fun it's not yeah, for for fun for fun but there is no more fun fun is a tool of the patriarchy i guess like everything is re-education everything is reframe every it's 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 that's what this is now like that's what we like that's what we are like educated on i don't know yeah I did want to take this moment yeah. y'all to please like Please press like oh, on the video definitely. if you have not yet. Uh, subscribe to Vigilante Williamson. Share the vidya. And yeah. uh, if listening on YouTube is too inconvenient, we made it quite convenient by putting this as a podcast on every single podcast platform. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. But uh, go give yourself a little subski. And if you can, it is on iTunes. So if you want to give it a five-star rating so people watch it, Knock yourself out. We'd really appreciate it. Yes, please do. Please, uh, please do all the iTunes stuff. I have to put my other stuff on iTunes now. Everybody yeah. has stuff on iTunes. And, and I know I got to try. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. doesn't want me to tell him what to do. <coughs> oh, I like your rebellious you spirit. What to do? Messed it up. But uh, I will tell you what to do, buddy. All right, get used to it, pal. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah man. They, they just put it. It's everything. You, you're not allowed. Man, I, I, I feel like I'm always going conspiracy theory. You know, and by the way, I saw speaking of conspiracy theory, the sports thing, I saw a video of a guy who played in the NFL who actually played in the Super Bowl for the Bucks say that it was all rigged. Who? It was actually great. What's his name? Deck. Oh, God. What was his name? He played in that the Bucks uh, Bucks Raiders Super Bowl. Yep, one? Bucks Raiders Super Bowl. I think he might have even been MVP. Uh, he had like two picks. Holy they, shit, Rondé Barber. So, 
No, Rondé Barber wasn't the MVP, even though he had like two picks. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of picks in that Super Bowl. That Dude. was a defensive destruction. But what he was talking about, it's a, you know what, maybe I should pull up the clip. Yeah, yeah, please do. Let me, let me pull up the clip. Uh, it's it's pretty, it's pretty great. So he's caught, what it is, it's from this year. Um, and it's a, a <laughs> Pope Chewbacca fucking base. He says feminism did this damage and men are to blame. It's our fault for our fault for letting them vote. <laughs> I see that repeal the 19th as like a, a, a troll comment, but I think it's starting to become serious. I don't, you can't pay taxes and not vote. <laughs> that's not fair. I don't care. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that's what it is. Cause there's based women out there. It's, it's the I, I don't know. I mean, God, it's it's a whole bunch of things. It's, uh, let's let's just talk about football. Repeal the nineteenth. <laughs> Shut up. Repeal the nineteenth. Oh uh, God, I got. <laughs> Even the Islington girls like, eh, it's not a bad point. <laughs> oh no, no, damn women. I just lost another fucking sub. Jeez. I am not. Yeah, well, I'm not advocating for that type of blatant sexism. I shan't, and I won't. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible and hurtful. And hurtful. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I do not think women shouldn't vote. I, I look. There's as many dumb men out there. There's lots of soy boys and fucking, you know, yeah. Antifa dickwads. It's not gender. Very true. There, there's more than enough. There's more than enough soy soy men fucking it up. If it was, listen. If there weren't soy boys, this wouldn't be an issue either. You know, if, if I all. Yeah, exactly. If these men would if, keep their goddamn women in line. Yeah. Okay, so the guy's name is uh, Dwight Smith. So he wasn't. I thought he was a. Uh, thought he had. I think he did have some picks though in the I Super don't know Bowl. Who that guy he did. He had picks in the Super Bowl. I believe he did because there was a lot of picks to be had. So there his, were a whole bunch. Rich Gannon set a record for interceptions yeah, it was in like a Super Bowl. Five or six. It was yeah, insane. It was I never saw a game like that. And he uh, thinks he himself thinks it was rigged. So let me uh, get it shared. <clears throat> And it's a long clip. We don't have to play all of it, but hopefully we can play enough of it. It's a local. Uh, oh, he's know. from Detroit. Is he from Detroit? He's from Detroit. Awesome. Detroit keeping it real. He all right, played uh, uh, for eight seasons. He was a safety. Yeah. So here's uh, he's talking. I can't tell you what radio station he's talking to. Please don't sue us, random radio station. This is, uh, this is a great content. So hopefully this is it. Seven. Yep. champion Dwight Smith who was a part of that team two pick sixes we all know what yep. he did against the Raiders but he joins us here in the Ronnie T crash show as we count down to Ooh, we returned Bowl both Sunday. for touchdowns Ronnie and Tom Damn. here how are you welcome to the show. all right wait uh, hold on yeah, pause that for one second there it is yeah he he returned both of his picks for touchdowns he was the first player ever to score two touchdowns on an interception return and in interception returns in a Super Bowl history wow wow that's yeah. wild. Okay. Yeah, and real quick, Instant Girl says, "Can I get married so I don't have to pay taxes? I'll never vote again." <laughs> there That's you go. <laughs> Is that right? Well, you know, we got a great matchup coming up with uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five. Obviously, the Buccaneers are playing on their home field. They're not the home. Just tell me, as a former Buccaneer, how surreal is this for the Bucks to be in the Super Bowl? in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium? That's a good question, man. I, I would like to ask some Tampa fans that question because I really don't, I really don't know. 
Well, I mean, this is something that uh, no one's ever seen before. I mean, you're hosting the Super Bowl. The Bucks are in it. It's Brady versus Mahomes. I mean, something I predicted at the beginning of the year. I said if the NFL wanted to have the home team in the Super Bowl, this would be the perfect year. Pandemic, people can't travel, you know, so it's not, it's of, not a shock to me. Shit. How big of an advantage do you think it will be? Yeah, we should probably I didn't even think too. about that. And it's in the one state where you, you know, like it was okay to have people mm-hmm. at the game. Uh, yep. What a coincidence. Also, Brady, you know, Brady. the darling of the NFL. He, you know, made his way back. Hmm, man, I don't want to believe it. Man, it gets worse. It get, okay. He gets, he talks about his Super Bowl too. Um, and he, he gets his thoughts on that. <laughs> Look at Pat well. S. I love him. He's producing this show. He's like advertising on the show with the culture yeah. crime fighters. You get it all sports, history, game reviews, and sports. <laughs> yeah. We've become the sports crime fighters the past couple of weeks. We, and then we haven't even talked about Kyrie Irving in the coup for anything in the past couple of weeks. Oh, That's yeah. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah. Been a big story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's uh, go on a little bit. I don't want to play the whole thing. I just want to get to where he gets into something juicy and get their reaction because it's kind of okay. great. Uh. For the Buccaneers not having to travel anywhere because obviously, you know, when you were in the Super that's Bowl. Not no, that's not no advantage. I don't have no advantage. No advantage? Okay. No. All right, so. That's like saying they have advantage at every home game during the year. So, I mean, <laughs> it ain't like they won every home game. So it ain't much of an advantage. What show is this, by the way? Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you. Uh, let me see. Again, the can, description. Let's see. No, it's just a guy promoting his beats in his Instagram. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Give Lobo. credit, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know which uh, radio station. I mean, this come is. on, it's not your words. Yeah. Anyway, I did Pope. I'm sorry, the, the the marriage and the base thing. That's how you tell marriage is a scam, though. Oh, boy. God damn. Isn't the girls on your side? <laughs> if I can't get married, I have to pay BS taxes. Got to put up my vote. Well, damn, I guess. Listen, no taxation without representation. That's what the whole damn republic was founded on. I mean, if they're yeah. paying taxes, they have to vote. They get to vote. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Foul ball I, predictions. I, 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 <laughs> Hi, V-Star. Hello. Yeah. That's right. I'm fucking Nostradamus of YouTube. Uh, all right, let's listen some more. Hopefully, this. I think this is where it starts to get good. Man, I'm just sitting at home watching. I, I, I don't like to get into that because I don't believe the game is really decided on the field. So you know, I don't get into all the X's and O's and talking, man. Uh, like I said, I played in the game. I, I set a Super Bowl record, and we knew every play they was running before the game started. So wow, so, who am I to say? Well, dude, we got to get this guy on the show. <laughs> yes, I would love to. What? We knew I every game to. they were going to play before yep. the game started. Yeah, every play. He said he knew every play. And then uh So that's why he's like, "Yeah, we What does he mean by that? I want to be I want him to be specific." Well, he uh <clears throat> that could just t- be like sorry, that could just be like jock talk for we had them, you know, figured out. But I don't think so. No, he he means it literally. Let's uh, play some more. Uh-uh. Tell us about that week leading up to <laughs> right. the Super Bowl because <laughs> right. Oh, let's 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 Cal pretend Atlanta sports are real. Raiders coach Please. at the time, obviously John Gruden had just come over. <laughs> Tell us about that week of preparation oh, leading up to the game and yeah, how it was executed. Right. Our friend John Gruden, yeah, yeah, based ass John Gruden, yeah, <laughs> clueless anti football pussy. That's a great yeah, quote. I, agree with. I mean, I come agree. on. That is, especially because like he kind of is. Some of the stuff he said. Yeah. Like, and that's just, I mean, that's just well put. 
you just gotta like a guy who can you know articulate that yeah all right let's uh get to the good stuff you to buy you guys i mean you know you can know which plays are coming and tim brown and jerry white come out and say that they made them run jerry Wright's. i mean tom uh john gruden's offense Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It was his offense, and you guys knew Listen exactly to what, what he said. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every single play. They didn't, run that, they, didn't run that, they didn't run that offense all year, though. Ain't it odd that you would run it when you're playing against us? So did, did you guys – You hear what he said? He said they didn't run John Gruden's offense uh, <clears throat> all year, and then they start running it, playing against John Gruden. Isn't that odd? Wow. And I'm like, What? I mean, I watched that Super Bowl. I remember watching that Super Bowl. It was a route. It was a route, and it, they did know the plays. That was obvious that they knew the plays. I thought, oh, well, he used to be the coach, so I accepted it. I didn't realize that maybe, no, they knew the actual fucking plays because they were tipped off because that's just how it works. I mean, th- this was – it was – Oh, wow. It was 48-21. I didn't even know the Raiders scored 21 points. I don't remember that. Yeah, they scored a late touchdown, a couple late touchdowns. 48 points in a Super Bowl. I mean, that's a lot. That is a lot, especially back then before they had a lot of, you know, you you can't touch the quarterback, can't touch the receivers. And most of it, like you said, he scored two, uh, two touchdowns on defense. Yeah, no, there was a lot of that going on. I mean, the the, the that defense was insane. You had Warren Sapp, Rondé Barber, like yeah. that that backfield. My buddy used to always pick Tampa uh, around that time in Madden, and uh, he was he was unstoppable. It was so frustrating. Yeah, a um, good team. They really did, but yeah, oh, wow. So what is this? I, I want to hear more what this guy's saying. Okay, okay. You guys knew know every play before the ball was snapped. I'm just saying, man, it, it, the game ain't decided oh, on the field. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like I said, I predict who's going to be oh. in the football. It ain't about who has the best players. Sorry. Football is entertaining. Still got my so who was the most okay. entertaining Super Bowl? The Bucks in their first one against Patrick Mahomes. Has nothing to do with if these are the best teams because we know that these aren't the best teams. The Bucks are not the best NFC team. Wow. So who's the best team in the NFC, in your opinion? Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Okay. But the Bucks beat them at Lambeau, though. I mean, the, the Bucks proved it. They went there to beat Aaron Rodgers at his place. You can say what you want, man. Like I say, the game ain't decided on this. <laughs> the Bucks damn. beat 38 to 10 at Raymond James Stadium you're not, in the regular you're not listening to me, man. You keep yeah. saying. The, the, so, so how is it How is it decided then, if it's Giants, not on the field? The Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007. We, I, I had two pick sixes. I mean, two. One, I took back 93 yards. Another pick up there in New York. We beat them 40-something. We didn't have Adrian Peterson. They went on to win a Super Bowl. Like, you, right. you go, but who beat what and how? Like, come on, man. Stop that. <laughs> right, so how do you see this? So, yeah, he's he's hardcore. He's this is the guy based. who played the league. Hardcore into this is this is rigged. So, I, I'm well, not alone. Well, even saying that, I mean, it. It's suspicious, right? It's like people brought up on the video that I put out about the John Gruden thing, and they said something about like after there's natural, like some sort of disaster or whatever. It was after Katrina, yep, the uh, right New Orleans. It. Yes, there you go. Uh, I live in New Orleans. After anyone, anyone else find it odd, the Saints finally win a Super Bowl right after Katrina when the world was helping out the city against Manning. We finally win as an underdog. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's it's weird, and, and I guess it happened in Boston after the bombing, uh, a lot of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, I mean the Yankees lost after nine eleven, though, didn't they? 
Did they lose to the? It was the Diamondbacks that year. I think they did was, lose. Yeah. So that's that's and you were, and they were in the World Series and they were buying yeah. them. They were killing it that, that it's year. Different league though. Yeah. I mean, who knows? You know, it's it's it, it's different. True. But the thing is, you don't have to rig Major League Baseball. It's already rigged. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like one team's budget is seventy million, another's is two hundred and seventy. Yeah, million. like not, you don't not having a, a cap is wild. Yeah, you budget, don't need to rig it. It's already rigged. Like it's you, you can know. literally pay twenty million for an entire team, and then another team's playing at to like one of their yeah mediocre players. I mean, for years Tampa was literally just a farm system for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, they were. I remember that. They would just draft these incredible players, and then as soon as it was time for them to get a big contract, the Yankees would scoop them up. As, oh, you, know, man. It's, you don't need to rig a game like that. The NFL technically has a, uh, a, a salary cap, so you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just fade. But I was saying last week, it's like, dude, what 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 are the Lions? They're zero and four, zero and five already. Yeah, probably. Like, how are they always the worst team in the league? You have the same salary as every other goddamn franchise. You can't how put can it that together. Happen? How is that possible? Every once in a while, you got to get lucky. But it's oh, they're always the worst team in the league. The Jets yeah. are always terrible. And like like I said, we got we get rid of Sam Darnold. He goes to uh he goes to the Carolinas. Carolina. He's good suddenly, but he sucked with us. It's like, no, nah, I don't I don't think it's all coincidence. Like how could you routinely make bad decisions like that? Eventually someone who knows football could get in that front office. Like it doesn't make sense. They you have the you like it's not even about competition, right? Like you don't need to, it's not like the salaries are competitive in one city yeah. versus another. Like yeah. Pittsburgh Pirates always sucking makes sense. It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? You can't spend that much money on them. The It's New York City, the Yankees. I get that makes sense. But this doesn't make sense in the NFL. There's absolutely no ex- uh, explanation other than, like, the owners want their team to lose. Like, it's the only explanation. Like, how can you – They pay off to lo- lose. I mean – if you, if you talk about major payoffs, and they have a, I know NFL also has a little socialism as far as the the funding, so it's collective right. like uh, collective everybody gets yep. a, yeah everybody gets a piece of the pot. So even yeah. if you're the worst team, you get you still get a, a stipend. You know what I mean? And you know, so everybody gets a piece of the pot. So there's nothing that you know. There's there's no reason you couldn't rig it. No, none. And you it don't makes need everyone sense. to be involved. I mean, we Plus, remember, remember that year the refs were all celebrating uh, with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that. Oh man, it was after a play, and the refs were smiling or something. I couldn't. Ah, it was like three or four years ago. It was kind of a famous. It was like a meme. It went everywhere. It went viral when that happened. Can you find that? Yeah, that would be. Oh uh, yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. But like, I mean, look, all all the owners collude, and I don't mean that as a conspiracy. Like they, there's an owners like guild or group. Like they're all yeah. in it together. And, and you know it's like this isn't far fetched. It's it's not even a stretch. Like they all they all like you said, there's a collective bargaining. They're not really competing against each other. Yeah. So it's like this guy's saying, "What's the most entertaining thing to happen?" It's all decided off the field. It's like, I'm not kind of even surprised by that, especially when you're talking about the amount of money that shifts hands during the NFL season is tremendous. It's billions of dollars, literally billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, that that someone wouldn't the people wouldn't get together and try to control that flow of money is just naive to assume that that's not how it's going. Yeah, and uh, think about this. Think about the fact that gambling is now a lot more legal in a lot more places, and like mm. online gambling is like a huge thing now. And uh, Pat Good S point. 
since like WWE, Elway was the quintessential babyface. Got old, becomes a manager. Yeah, sort of like that. He's not. He's uh. He was. He had the storybook career. He couldn't win the championship. His first, you know, when he was younger. He gets older. He's this grizzled veteran. Has his second life. His last couple of years goes out on top. Two championships. He's this iconic guy. You know, what I mean, every everything. It just seems almost too. Like you, like oh, they always oh, you couldn't script it, or maybe you could. And uh, here's the uh, Patriots thing: Patriots Jaguars uh, a few years ago in the playoffs, <clears throat> okay. and the refs openly celebrate. <laughs> oh, so let me uh, unmute because I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Look at this guy. Look at that. Uh, I don't know if that's celebration. That's that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. Oh, come on, he, man. He, that could have been a joke that they were laughing about together. In the fucking, in the middle of the playoffs. Fuck that. Play it, play it back. Play it back. Okay, I'll play it back. I'll play it back. Is it looks? All these clips. And he goes to tell him something. He smiles. He goes like, "I know, I know, I know." He just stop, stop. Like that doesn't. That could be anything. Oh boy, here we go. That's not look. That's not cold evidence. I, I, I'm not gonna just take that as it, as it could be interpreted. Once again, it's like when he's completely out of context. It's two seconds of a clip, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, no, I know, I know." That's the whole thing. That means he's celebrating. He's not celebrating. <sighs> it's not like he's jumping up and down with his hands in the sky. He's, he's just saying, believers. "No, no, no." It could have been a joke. He could have just said something funny. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. We got to get back to the game. Like, that's all. That could have been anything. All right, man. <laughs> he sounds disappointed. I'm just no, not, it's I'm not, not disappointment. I'm not it's it's just like, that. it's, I mean, listen, you, you can have your beliefs. They can be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I. There's nothing there. All right. That's your, that's your, your take on it. I feel oh, like. You then convince me. So, like, under what context that, that's late in the half in a, a key playoff game? Oh, it's the AFC Championship game. In the AFC Championship game, under what context does a ref smile and shake a player's hand or shake his hand? He did shake his hand. Or whatever. What, what, what was it? He has hands on. Let me actually. He just had his hands up. Go to the steal. I don't want to. Not trying to lie. Had his hands up, smiled. And he he shook his head in agreement with the player on something. So what? It could have been about anything. I don't know, man. Don't, I mean, look, I, I'm not. I just sat here for 15 minutes and made an argument that the NFL's rigged. Obviously, True. I'm on board with the concept, but this doesn't prove anything. It doesn't prove anything. I guess. I guess because it's not like a. But it's just it's, it's odd. I've never seen it before in any other context ever. How about that? I mean, who cares? And so, though? I, whatever. All right. I don't know. I think I think that sounds like someone like that. That reminds me of like early on in YouTube when like all the reptile stuff was out there and people would find like a, a clip of like a. People. Yeah, I do too. But people would find like a clip of like a motherfuckers. Yeah, and they'd find like a clip of like a newscaster blinking kind of weird. And they'd be like, "Deep proof." It's like it's that's not proof. It's a glitch. It's a digital, like it's digital broadcasting. Like that could be anything. I'm not saying it isn't that, but that's not. You didn't find the evidence. It's just a clip of someone blinking. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right. Yeah. Like, oh, he clipped their eyes, went lizard for a second. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It didn't happen. All right, man. 
And yes, we're still talking about gay rugby since dildo. You guys <laughs> are still talking about. Did you about leave? Much? Did he leave? Like, oh, when these guys are done with football, I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of are. Uh, and yeah. I don't care. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Detroit. <clears throat> of course, we, like we were just saying earlier, hell, new bomb turkey. Hell, everybody. I see a lot of weird conversations going on. I that. know. Wookie and Incident Girl are going back and forth. She's yeah. talking about sandwiches and stuff. Talking about sandwiches, all this other stuff. But yeah, man, I, I think that, I think there's something up with sports. I, I agree. Something up with sports. Firmly I'm agree. Sure just that uh, didn't sway me. Yeah, yeah. Massive lizard person confirmed. <laughs> Obvious. Don't tell Obvious. David Ike. Oh no, he'll oh. kill me. Yeah. I remember when all this. I can't believe I got rid of all that stuff on YouTube. That, that was great content. That was fun. It was really that was fun. fun. That's what happens. Everything goes corporate. Everything goes corporate and it goes wrong. Even before wokeness was the reason it went wrong. The real reason is that when things go corporate, things uh, become um, beholden to whatever trend the idiots that run things want to follow. I'll tell you what. I've been kind of arguing that a lot of this stuff has been around longer than uh, we think. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, I just had to. Does it clear my throat? <laughs> I just get it. I was uh, coughing up a bird that I ate because I'm a lizard. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, uh, no, I was listening to an old Opie and Anthony clip. And it's like, you know, we talk about all this stuff in 2016 and all this stuff, but it has, I felt like it's been around a lot longer than it, than uh, I think the narrative is, is, you know, sort of comfortable admitting. But I was listening to this old clip and this was, it was from 2008. Mm-hmm. And Colin Quinn, this was before Obama got elected the first time. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, was that that was oh eight, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, it had and he, Colin Quinn was using the term leftist, which I I thought I hadn't heard until like Ben Shapiro coined it, you know what I mean, yeah. or whatever. And also was saying how in the media, how in movies, the only person who could be bad was a white man, mm. and I and I was like, damn. Colin Quinn was onto that in 2008. Yeah. I mean, listen, there are definitely signs of this existing before we noticed it. I mean, you got to think about this. A lot of normies still don't notice it. They still don't. That's true. And I was thinking, I mean, the, 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 how amazing that is that we're still like, we're still convincing people the sky is falling and they're looking at us like chicken little. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, Shit, uh, what was I thinking about? The fucking uh, gay Superman. That like normies got taken. Like what? They made Superman gay. And we're like, yeah, they they make everyone gay. What you, and what they're like, gay? oh, there must be a like. They, no one wants to believe it. Yeah. Um, but that's actually interesting. You bring that up because there's a story on Bounding into Comics that is uh, worth talking about. Which one? Um, I just shared it with you. Oh, there you go. It says uh, the, the the title the headline is Superman son of Kal El colorist Gabe El Tabe to exit DC Comics over oh. Superman motto change. He says I'm tired of them ruining these characters. Wow! Oh, did you hear about the motto change? I covered that. Oh yeah. Also. Yep. Absolutely. Not for the American way anymore. Too, after too learning problematic. So, yeah. After learning of DC Comics' recent decision to drop the American way from Superman's classic motto. Superman's son of Kal-El colorist Gabe Etab announced he will not seek to renew his contract with the publisher in protest of, quote, them ruining these characters. Truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Uh, build back death. better. 
These motherfuckers. After appearing on an October 13th YouTube live stream hosted by Cyberfrog creator Ethan Van Skyverbeast, uh, himself a former contracted DC, DC employee, uh, LTAB revealed to the audience, I'm finishing out my contract with DC. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of them ruining these characters. They don't have a right to do this. Wow. Beast. Wow. And it's funny, conversely, uh, DC is, because uh, he just did a show with EVS, had he not finished it out, they would have uh, got fired him, basically, mm-hmm. for doing a show with EVS, because they, they just put out like a thing, anyone who hangs with any comics gators... Oh the yeah, he, he's the he's the comic book antichrist of these people. There he is. Yeah, he is. Because yeah. he doesn't care. He also doesn't really get mad about it. He's just completely nope. And as as very successful as an independent comic creator. Yeah, he is. He's the the kind of the hope for independent media for at least me. You know, at least the prototype for how independent media can become a thing. He's raised what millions of dollars for Cyberfrog, just independent yeah. funding. It's like, yeah, he has a warehouse and shit now. He has a whole fucking company, basically. I yep. mean, it's a whole whole thing, whole project. So that's yeah, and that, and that asshole. What what's that guy's name? Um, who attacked that comic book uh, artist for doing a cover for oh, him? Oh, was it uh, Tom King? Tom King, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and he you shit. know tried to cancel this guy, tried to ruin his life. Uh, yeah, because he called him a racist. Yeah, he's simply... an Asian dude. Called him yeah. racist. Uh-huh. Asian he, white uh, supremacy. You know yeah, exactly. Simply because he just did a, a a cover for someone, and he overplayed his hand in that one. Thought he'd still get away with it. Hey, that guy, you know, it's he's he's gross. But that's the whole thing. It's like, how dare you contradict the narrative? How dare you challenge our supremacy? Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, um, and that that's kind of they're actually like I said they they're formally adopting that attitude now. At least that's the rumor. Uh, that there's mm-hmm. been internal saying like, hey, if you you do it, do anything with that. Like, so if that happens again, it's not going to be Tom King coming at you. They're just going to let you go. There's not or or quietly just not use you, whatever the case may be. Which, if you like, want to have a career in comics, you probably should do. Yeah, you probably should like break the narrative because that industry is a sinking ship. It is not. Yeah, the big the big two companies are not the the way to work for. Literally, uh, a few months ago, every major comic book, or not every major, but like the the three biggest comic books are like Batman, Spider Man, X Men, and all their writers left. They they left to go make more money on their own. Uh, and I was dude, talking but, about this with a buddy of mine uh, in Houston because he he's a nice guy, but he's kind of uh, I don't want to say he's woke, but he, he's kind of like. He's like a John Stewart liberal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he he's still living in like 2010. I see. You know what I mean? Like he he means yeah. well, but he's just uninformed. Uh, but he he's saying like you know we're talking about how Superman's gay, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just like oh well you know they got to make money somehow. And me and the other guy, his friend, we're just like but these comics don't make money. Yeah, they lose money. Like they do all this stuff at the at the uh, what's at the consequence of their own industry. Yeah, basically they destroyed their own industry. Mm-hmm. And I, I myself am pretty pissed about the not just the Superman gay thing. I, I was I was like, okay, it made him gay. You know, no shit. But the American way thing, even as a guy who's not you know a patriot, don't have a don't have a flag. I'm still like, come on, bro. That's that's Superman. That's it. Really that's, bugged me just this second reading that 
truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Oh, like it's jarring. Also, it sounds communist. Yes, it does. And this it looks does. like a kind of a communist propaganda poster. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. It's like this feels like this is what Superman is, is uh, trying to fight against. And a better tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? Implying that there's all these issues with today. Yeah, they've made they've made Red Sun Superman the actual Superman. That's a, you know if anyone knows comic book fans in the chat know the Red Sun storyline is like an alternate storyline where instead of him being born in America, Superman is born in communist Russia, and he's like the becomes the Russian whatever dictator man. But he's still trying to prove communism works. The movie was kind of cool. I didn't I didn't read the comic though. It's um, unbelievable. Yeah, they, people are still arguing that like. Like just reading, like like I said, just just I, I'm I'm I think I'm like eight hours into Thomas Sowell's basic economics, and it's like yeah. already it, he made so many arguments against communism that you just like get yeah, like it's and it's not even they're very simple. It's like if you just understand the nature of the market and the fact that you can only specialize in so many things, and the audacity for a government to try to control all of those. It's doomed to fail. It has to. It always fails. There's no examples of it working, and it's like yet people are still out there being like, eh, "It's the only way. It's the only way to think." Let's put it in media. Oh, well, they don't. I, I mean, a lot of them don't really understand communism. They don't understand basic economics. Huh? Yes, uh, pun intended. They don't. They and it's a, there's an emotional argument. They they get like they think. Emotional that the argument. government yep. will do the right thing. Right. And they don't if the right people are there. If the right people are there. They don't understand that they are incapable of doing it like fundamentally. That they don't comprehend that. Even if you give them examples of things that were purported to this was going to be the right thing for people. The little bit of socialism, or not a lot of bit of socialism, that already existed in this country and all the failures. You, we've talked about the... We've talked about... Um, welfare we've talked about the um housing thing where they put a oh we want to create cheap housing and then you end up creating more expensive housing than ever before because you limit the amount of uh basically people don't want to build houses because they can't sell them for a profit because of how high the cost of living goes and it, it, you you fuck things up the more you try to interfere with them that's like a yeah. common uh and trend what they, with government. and what they don't understand is the nate is the fact that like human nature is not something you can govern like yes you can't force people to do the right thing like the, the, i was reading that exact chapter in the book and he was saying about what happens when you have all these rent control departments is that people end up with multiple rent control departments because mm -hmm. they can afford it whereas in a competitive market you couldn't do that so the housing options would be more plentiful but yeah. like he was he was soul was pointing out that like when you have rent control you fo uh, homelessness follows it yeah and it's like it's the government interfering with what should be a natural system and the more they try to interfere with it the more they fuck it up yeah and uh wait down uh this is a I, this is really the point here's a cold truth humans are fundamentally flawed power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely we have never had a perfect equitable system but america got closer than any before that is really the point yeah perfection is impossible once you accept that it becomes a lot easier to get rid of communism emotionally because i think the issue is these people have been told 
you know, told in by every institution, by the educational institutions for their entire life that you have to do the right thing. And to do the right thing is to give. And that's why they say things. Oh, well, uh, if I can have better roads, I'll just tax. I'll tax the rich more. Not realizing that if you took all the money of the rich and Ripper has pointed this out, the government wouldn't last six months. They're, we're not using tax dollars. We're using future dollars. We're not even, you know what I mean? Right. Our spending is so off the page that that doesn't even work. You know what I mean? But the average person doesn't even understand that. So we well, have I was to like. I was thinking about Bezos in particular, and it's like people don't like that he doesn't pay taxes. And like I, as a principal, I don't like that. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, how much tax revenue has this guy generated from just the sales at Amazon? Oof. It's got to be literally billions of dollars, right? So it's like maybe he's not paying taxes, but how much tax revenue has he generated? So much. Yeah. So you're like, All right, well, I mean, he's obviously contributing to the overall pool of government money. It's not it's not like he's just not like he's just, you know what I mean? He didn't come into my pocket and steal it. I voluntarily gave it to Amazon because it's a good service. Then yeah. the government took their percentage. It's like it's still working. I, I, I mean, is that a fair argument or am I just being naive? I, I, gotta, I personally think it's a fair argument. I may be biased. You know, uh, me and Jake D are in the taxation is theft. Yeah. Uh, about, <laughs> Look at Jake. Matt, <laughs> Matt is uh, getting so based. I love it. So based. I love it. Because <laughs> my thought is this, as far, especially when it comes to taxes, it's like <clears throat> what you just said happens a lot. When you cut taxes, there's a higher, uh, you get higher tax revenue because one, the rich people, they, they're more likely to pay their taxes and they're smaller. And there's more, like you said, People spend more money. There's more tax dollars from uh, commerce. More tax dollars right. get created through commerce and through yeah. business. So, like, I I do think there's a direct correlation. And I, I listen. I would love relief for my taxes. The the greatest yeah. amount of relief you can give me, please do. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, it's like if it worked, I'd be fine with it. But it doesn't work. Like they, this is something Thomas Sowell said. But this is something I came across before that. It was that like. When the government tries to fund homeless housing, it ends up costing more than the average cost of living for for just a you know a person who works, because yeah. of how inefficient they are and like how poor they are with all like with designating that money. So it's like it it's not helping. <laughs> it's not yeah. stop fucking with the thing, and that'll help. Just don't get involved. Jake D said I'm being naive with sales tax. I'm I was a I was a Herman Cain. What was it nine 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 or something like that? I'd have been happy as hell with that. I'm not saying I'm not, but okay. But there's know, a difference between. Tax law, but. but I'm just saying there's a difference between me admitting that the, like, taxation is theft and me saying that like Bezos generates tax revenue. Like if your yeah. argument is that this guy doesn't you know contribute to the tax base, my counterpoint to that is be like, well, he's generated literally billions of tax dollars, so that's not true. Yeah, and that that tends to be the case of uh, business. That was the whole kind of theory behind. Wasn't that Reaganomics? I, I don't know. Trickle-down economics. Trickle-down yeah. economics. But the idea is that, well, listen, I, I want uh, less I want less taxes across the board for everyone. Um, but, like, the just there is a tendency for the, the less a business is taxed, the more, they, the more tax revenue they're able to generate by selling more goods, by hiring more people, and then they, they are able to buy stuff and contribute to the tax dollars. So, yeah, it does work out that way as far as Amazon. And that's why... Amazon's gotten a lot of tax breaks in states to bring an Amazon facility 
and bring all those jobs and bring all, you know, whatever tax dollars they do get in. You know what I mean? So it does yeah, work. I, I'm also, but I'm also not like pro wild. Amazon, but pro I'm, Bezos. I'm not, But I'm not like wildly free market either in the sense that like we have lots of examples in history of corporations who will do things like dump chemicals into lakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like will like like uh, back in the 1800s, like Carnegie, like if you lost your arm in one of his factories, you didn't get compensated and you lost your job. And it's like that's not we can't live in a world where that's the way it is either. Like it it does need to be be a balance. Yeah. Definitely, and and so it's like there's a, I think I think like both sides when you get too extreme on either side, it's just like all right, but you have to deal like we still have to deal with the reality of human nature, which is that you know, and it's true like corporations like they they get to a point like uh, where they will break environmental law because the cost of the fine is less than the cost of like doing it you know in like uh you know honorably or in the yeah, sense that yeah, it doesn't destroy legally. the planet yeah so you're just like well that's not a good system either yeah you know what i mean like i don't know what you're supposed to do to fix that but it's like yeah wild west capitalism doesn't work either it's like yeah there has to be some has kind be of some balance you know the, the greater balance. good does matter at some point yeah and that's why things need to be put more in balance in general you know as hardcore as i could be you're right about the, especially when you talk about the free market and corporations, and that they, mm-hmm. they already, as it is, will try to abuse the system. If not for this, yeah, work, it's, it's natural to it's natural to that kind of struggle. Like it's like you know what I mean. Eventually, because it's a whole thing with economics, right? Everyone's facing the same. Uh, the same restrictions, you know, it's like you find some people will work longer hours or they'll figure out a more efficient system like Amazon or McDonald's. But eventually you are faced with the fact like, well, if we just cut this environmental corner or if we just cut this labor corner, we yeah. would make more money. And it's like, OK, but now it's becoming inhuman. Yeah, you do have to balance that. You out. You have to face that reality as much as the reality that government intervention doesn't work. You can't. You can't have it both ways and say that you know uh, human interaction, like like you know, what I mean, like that there's a natural flow to this, like and all, but also deny when it gets bad on your side too. You know, you have yeah. to. You got to. You got to. You got. It's balanced like everything else in life. Yeah, perfectly balanced as everything should be, which most things are not. Um, another thing when it comes to like. Uh, I know we, I, thing, girl. What you say? <laughs> I have a solution. Let me stay home and do laundry. Guys, scoop up the Islington girl. All right. Yeah. She's, she's, you know what I mean? Wife material right there. You live in Canada. There, there you go. go. She just wants to make sandwiches and do laundry. You, you, you Man, hit the jackpot. You know what? To piggyback off that, I think times were better when, when that was the case. I think men felt better about working when it was like, oh, I'd go home. A white Only for pair. straight white men. <laughs> they say that, but fucking, before, before you motherfuckers intervened, black marriage was a, uh, states, black marriages stayed together at a higher percent than white marriages in the 50s. So, yep. take and, that. Uh, and the, the children, too. There was yeah. another thing, like, a ch- like children Less in children wedlock versus out. Like it, it's, it, yeah, it's amazing. It really is incredible. It's like, you know, I'm not I, I don't advocate for people how to think. Right. Like, I yeah. don't think you should. I'm not I don't think anyone should dictate that. But it's just like, OK, BLM. OK, Antifa. You know, OK, all you, you fucking radical communists. It's like you have a problem with these oppressive systems in these and how uh, the inequality in these cities. Yet universally, those cities vote for Democrats or or fake them like fake Republicans like Bloomberg, where it's like. 
year in and year out for for decades and you don't correlate the issue like the the problem yeah you think just giving a republican a shot might could help things i'm not saying it will but it's like you haven't thought that part through you didn't you didn't connect those dots at all yeah Amazing. Think about this. The fucking, I keep saying this, the fucking, uh, shout out to the wire. The city of Baltimore has one of the most expensive education systems in the country. And it's like failure across the board is one of the lowest rates of reading, one of the lowest uh, test rates. I talked graduation about the one, rates. lowest graduation rates. The one kid in the one school who had a 0.1 GPA and was in the middle of his class uh, as a senior. I mean, it's just a disaster. But they keep pumping more money, more money. At some Doesn't point, you have to ask, hey, what's going on with this school system? And why is it so inefficient and so terrible? But they And never just ask. having no concern for the results of their policies. Yeah. None. It's yeah. amazing. It's like year in, year out. No concern for the results. It's like, how do you ignore that forever? I don't understand. And it's... You, you, like uh, I was watching Kerry Smith uh, the other day, and she highlighted all these articles that were literally saying, literally, verbatim, we need to abandon critical thinking. Man. And we've even covered the one teacher talking about black kids don't put critical thinking. And there's this push against critical thinking. Critical thinking it's, is white supremacy. They it is. I was just going to say like that. Yeah. Critical thinking is white supremacy. It, it's racist. It's racist to critically think. If you're still believing these people, I, I have no, I can't help you. I don't think most people believe these people. I think most people don't realize these people exist. Normies don't know that like so much of this is normies. Yeah, I guess you're the right. normie class just doesn't know that there are people that, 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 that do this until their kid is getting taught critical race theory and is coming right. home with like a fucking hammer and a sickle sticker yep. on their backpack. And then they're like, what the fuck is going on? And they, because they, they do a good job of first of all you most people appeal to authority kind of universally you know what yeah. i mean like if someone's a teacher or you know an educator you assume that their authority carries weight you know you don't assume Agreed. that they have an agenda that's going to mislead you and so what they do because i i had the same thing when i went to college it's they they collect all these facts they cherry pick all these facts mm -hmm. and they collect them to you in this bundle and you, you're just like Oh, like when you hear them, you're like, that's horrible. You know, it's like, but there's yeah. no context. There's no like uh, scrutiny to them. You just hear them and you have an emotional reaction. And then because of that emotional reaction, now you believe in this new worldview. But the thing about the worldview is it collapses in practice and they don't ever address that. No, because it's the emotional reaction and it's just the. The fact, uh, I believe it was P.T. Barnum, it's easier to fool someone, to convince someone they've been fooled. So once someone has adopted Good a point. belief, That's well it's so hard to get someone to roll that bet, even yes. with evidence. They'll either deny the evidence. Um, That's why I think they double down harder, because I think even in their own hearts, they know it's bullshit. Yeah, they know, but they can't allow themselves to know or something like that. It's just they have to. People... People hate the idea that they could possibly be wrong. And then the more, another yeah. thing, a lot of these people have invested time and the quote, boy, George, time doesn't get you time. Time makes And careers. The, and yeah. Career they got something real. Careers, time, you know, your reputation becomes mm -hmm. 
X, Y, or Z. So yep. you just have to keep going with it. your fan base. Like everyone just you know looks to you to rally against Republicans. And then, you know, you just keep doing it. Like that's why you see a lot of these uh, left wing pundits are, they look exhausted all the time. Yeah. I was just going to think, imagine if you were Sank Uger and last year you said it, privately in your head, yo, this Biden guy, nah, I can't do it. This whole everything here looks crazy. If you thought that privately, it didn't matter. You still had to go do your gimmick, yell at people. You could be the left. Like, who knows what these people think in private? But you it's like no way you, you see back. them like, if they had to live under the the rule that they want to impart on people, they would not be as they wouldn't you know be a rah rah about it. Like you see, it's no. like they want everyone to stay in these lockdowns, yet they'll do the Met Gala with no yep. masks. You know what I mean? Yep. They'll do the Emmys with no mask. It's like. If they had to actually, you know, live under their own policies, that they would. That's why. That's why leftism is elitism because yeah. it's it's for you, you unwashed masses. Not for me. I get it. Me and my friends don't have to abide by that. Yeah. It's not. It's it's just so like it's just it's bullshit. It's utter bullshit. And we're when we're being gaslit as a nation, and it's just like no, actually no, go fuck yourself. Disagree. Yeah, that's why you end up with a guy like Trump because he's just like, yeah, I don't play this game. Everyone's like, fuck yes. Plus, he was funny. I miss that guy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Forbidden Ruin says Trump set up and funded programs to undo these BLM damages. Creepy Joe defunded them completely, but no one speaks that truth. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, Creepy Joe defunded a lot of lot of interesting, kind of cool things that Trump had established because. I Let's still think Brandon. Trump was a good president. I still think Trump was a good president. And I, I mean that unbiasedly in the sense that, like, I didn't vote for him the first time because mm-hmm. I thought it was a joke. Uh, and, you know, I thought it was all a big psyop to get, uh, you know, Hillary elected. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is all bullshit, everybody. And then you just this guy gets elected and runs amok. And as he's doing it, I'm like, I think he's doing a good job. Like the economy's doing well. He's like seems principled on his matters. His foreign policy was really strong. It's like I, I still think he was a good president. Yeah, I and I, you know what? Wait down, me and wait down on the same vibe. Yeah, and I, I, I've had this take. I think Trump was a character too. I do think it was all the work. Um, I, I don't though. I do because we've never been this close to communism, and they use Trump as a boogeyman to make. I feel like they're able to co- say critical theory and capitalism. That would white suck supremacy if that was true. If that was true, that able- would really suck. But my, my thinking behind this is, and let's say he wasn't. I could be totally wrong, but <laughs> he definitely helped things go along. It, they're able to, to make these outrageous claims that everything is racist, that critical uh, thinking is racist, that capitalism is racist. It's all white supremacy. All yeah. because they were able to use Trump as this boogeyman that everything they associate. They got people- Why would he do it, though? What's his motivation to do it? Why would he? What's his motivation to go along with it and become one of the most vilified men in history? His whole family is demonized. He can't even. He doesn't even have social media. Is he that much of a rube that he would get bamboozled by all these people? Like who? Who did no. not? They did not compose themselves in a way. They lost their fucking minds collectively. It's like I. I didn't see a lot of people who. who it felt calculated. They. They were emotional wrecks. People like I. I had this acting coach who. Now, granted, he wasn't. You know, he's not in the elites. But like, yeah. he started smoking again because he couldn't handle That's that Trump outrageous. was in office, and it was. Just, it was all this ridiculous. And people were maniacs. And I don't mean just the people on the ground. I mean in media. Like it was the people that and are on the inside. Army. 
They they yeah. they triggered those people and they made them into an army of useful idiots. Mm-hmm. And I, now I, they're able to get anything done and just basically change the laws at will. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't. I don't believe that because it seemed what it seemed to me was it was a everyone was shocked. Even the people on the inside did they? I don't even think they planned it enough to you know rig the election. They're like it's not. It couldn't possibly happen. Like they were stunned when they were. Everyone was just collectively like, what just happened? He got elected. Like no one saw that coming, and so it's like I don't buy it. It doesn't. It didn't feel planned to me at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think, you know, I'm a conspiracy theory naturally. That's conspiracy theories naturally. You know how I am. I always tend to think, no, there's something up. There's something up. I, I, I think he did it because of that's the script. Because I, I, just don't I believe, believe in, uh, I believe in nefarious globalists who are going through a lot, lot of shit to, to shape society how they want. I also know that uh, he was golfing with the Clintons before he was uh, president. And I also know that somehow people talk about the, the narrative that he wasn't a istafol beforehand. But I don't he, see that. Like, he, it was what, at, at uh, George George H. Walker's Bush's funeral or whatever. Like, uh-huh. uh, fucking George W. Like, didn't even acknowledge that guy. If anyone's a goddamn globalist, it's the Bush family. And it's well, you, like, you don't do they, it they were still like, no, you don't do it in public. You're pig, I don't know, man. Maybe I know. I know. Then, then you know what? I'll tell you what. They are all genius performers, all of them. And I, as coming from someone who's has spent a lifetime trying to be a performer, these guys are some of the best. I, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. Yeah. Listen, I, I rather you be right. I rather it just be, uh, you know, we could take some of this stuff uh, that that we get. On face value, but I'm I'm awake now. I think they're all actors, mm. man. They're actors playing. I don't know. Actors. That seems almost nihilistic. That almost seems like black pill. Uh it. I guess it could, but to me, it's just like I rather just know what I'm up against and know what's happening. In, in my respectfully, head. I get that. If that if that is the case, and I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I, here's what I will say: regardless of whether or not he intended to be. He was definitely used as a proxy boogeyman for them to demonize everything they didn't like. And he was definitely used to trigger an army of blue-haired land whales and useful idiots so they Agreed. could get whatever they want done. Agreed. But it definitely felt like the Koof was their tool to dethrone this guy. That, and I don't yeah. know why. If it's, all an, if it's all a big conspiracy, why would they need a tool? Like, they're running everything. He would he would comply, right? He would just go along with the script, Unless and he would just he would just lose the election. The but he I don't, he lost his mind too. Like he was going down swinging. He's like, yeah, like he kind he practically encouraged people to storm the Capitol. Like exactly. he he didn't. But he didn't seem like that was part of the script. That didn't feel like planned. That felt that felt extra. That's when I started to have the theories when they stormed the damn Capitol. I said, wait a second. This motherfucker, he was the one encouraging it. He was able to do rallies. I'm sorry, everybody. This this show has been everywhere, right? Whatever. Uh, but this is what we do. Uh, so he was able to do rallies everywhere in the fucking country, sometimes multiple places in a day. He couldn't put up a fucking barricade. Plus, I think there's a video showing the Capitol Police let people into that building. I saw that video. I saw I that think- video. I That's think a real it's a major, major uh, sign. Yep, with Trump's compliance, you don't get the January 6th. I think that was a psyop that he was allowed to uh, 
uh, he allowed. Uh, it didn't American seem he in. did not seem in, he did not oh, seem boy. in control of any of that. He didn't the, seem in control of that to me. It seemed like he was kind of falling apart. And maybe was, I I didn't see it as as not to as go a to big, question. That's what they wanted you to think because they because it. <laughs> I know it so sounds they, crazy. They elect they this guy. Crazy. They elect this guy, and then they all like lose their mind. Like it felt there was so much collusion with the whole left, with um, you know, like all of social media, all of the tech companies. Everyone, it's like what they all got the memo. I don't yes. buy it. Well, they all got the memo on this agenda. They all got the memo on these other things. But they it all was got let's let's all pretend. Let's all put on a big show. They don't know. No, here's the thing. A lot of useful idiots don't know. There's only a few. There's only the higher ups, the Bilderberg types. They're the ones who pull the string. I hate saying Bilderberg. I hate saying globalist. I don't know what other word uh, you want to use. Globalist. Yeah, the big wigs. They're the only ones that know everybody else. There's probably a few. But the Trump the family is in on that. Yes. And so the son, still going after them, still talking That's about the job. future. Come on. That's his work. Ric Flair doesn't Ric Flair doesn't really hate Sting. They're just they, they drink about it in the back. But when they go out there, they fucking fight each other. I think they really the Rock- hate Trump. I d I don't I don't think No, so, there are man. definitely people who, who didn't get the memo, who don't need the memo, as Kai said. I'm glad I'm not the only one on this on this trip that there are other people I, with me. I mean look, at I, least understand I'm not saying like I told you I thought the whole thing was rigged from the beginning I, until he got elected and started doing things. Then I thought like, oh, either he changed his mind, which I would believe that. I would believe that he was put in that position and then was like, actually, I think I'm going to do some things with this position. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're not. And he's like, yeah, no, I fucking am. And so just started, like, kicking ass and taking names. And then, like, that's when they all lost their minds. Like, I thought we had this guy on a leash and we fucking don't. I would believe that. But I don't believe that the whole thing was a work because this guy was too based. He was doing all the things they don't want him to do. He improved the economy. He helped the working class. He helped minorities. He stopped the foreign wars or, or significantly reduced them. It's like, no, they this guy was eight months. OK, but that doesn't mean he wasn't actually off the reservation doing what they didn't want him to do. I, I don't think so, man. I really don't. Because he was exercising presidential powers people didn't even know he had. And they standardize it for Joe to use now. Well, yeah, now they, well, okay, that's fair. But still, they could just exploit it. Like, it doesn't mean that it was a plan. They could have just realized that this guy uncovered these things because he had, like, a team of lawyers constantly going over everything he ever did, which was genius because it was like, you know, as much as you didn't like him, everything he did was legal, which they kept trying to nail him on something illegal, and there was nothing. And it's like, they, dude, they did a whole impeachment as a show? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a bit too tidy. I mean, because I don't trust, like, I believe there's there's a world beneath the world, so to speak. Not literally, unless, actually, I did play a clip. Hollow Earth theory. Literal. But not necessarily oh. Hollow Earth, but just like Shadow, you know, they talk about Deep State. And we just assume, well, Trump's not a part of Deep State. He's the one pointing it out. I didn't uh, assume it. I'm just using the evidence I have. But, but the, listen, my evidence is based upon what they've been able to do with society as Trump, as Boogeyman. That's what I say. I say, hey, they have been able. I don't know if they would have normalized this much socialism this fast if they didn't have a boogeyman demon like Trump to associate everything with. To the point where, if you're a, a black conservative, you're considered a black white supremacist and a a woman in a egg cost in a, a uh, fucking ape costume can throw an egg at you and get no media attention. But if anything else happens to 
like a leftist or somebody in a, you know, it's it's the the worst thing ever. It's a pretty inelegant way to do it, though, because what they've done is galvanized millions across the world against any of this shit so far, so much so that, like, we are really suspicious of a medication. You know what I mean? We're like, this is what the fuck are you up to? Like, you know what I mean? We are collectively like and resisting and you have governors completely acting in contradiction to any of this stuff in a way that makes them look terrible and they don't care. They're just doubling down on it. It's like if your if your goal was control, you're doing a shit job of it because it's like Americans by and large are not down with it. It's just this uh, the elite cities that are still down with it. But I don't know, as as a people. I don't see it working. Listen, there's a lot of pushback, and I think a lot of that, and this is also going to sound off the fucking rails, but hey, fucking even Alex Jones talked about it. They got that lower magic concept. So basically, because a lot of these people I know, I know it sounds wacky, but they are into that occultist and Molek and all that other shit. So there is something about letting people know what you're going to do before you do it. So that if that's how information has gotten out. Now, to your point, they have galvanized a lot of opposition. They have galvanized where there's a lot of people who are against what the elites are doing, against all the agenda, against all the the craziness, the communism, against all of that. You're right, but I just don't think they care about us because they don't really have to account for us They because they've societally made us deplorables. Yeah, but a lot of those people are armed. A lot of those people have, they do have power and they have, you know, That's influence. True. I don't know. I mean, it just, I just feel like if you wanted to control everyone, you would just do a, better job I, I i don't know like i i'm not saying it's impossible i just mm-hmm. don't think that's what happened like i said i think he was put there as a puppet as like like the way the producers in that movie tried to make uh you know the worst musical ever and ended up being a hit yeah like i, I think that's what ended up with trump i think they're like let's find the worst possible candidate We'll, we'll promote him by giving him all this free press by everyone mm-hmm. hating on him. Because the first time I even heard about Trump running for president, it was that he's the worst guy in the world and you can never yeah. vote for him. And so it's like I feel like they tried to do that. Even he was stunned at the outcome. And then he's like, all right, I guess. And then just was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do a good job. And I think he did. And people were like, no, this can't happen. Like you are corrupting our agenda. That's I would believe that narrative over the fact that he was there and it was all an elegant work because it was not elegant. Like they they didn't even have the Maybe narrative down. They, but they didn't even have their own narrative down. Like in the beginning of co- the Koof stuff, like they, they contradicted themselves. They were like, "Oh, Trump doesn't want to allow travel uh, from China, you know, or whatever. That makes him racist." And then a week later, a week later, Trump's not doing enough. Like, I don't even think they know what they're doing. But normies just followed along with it. They didn't even parse not, it and care. Not fucking normies. They don't count. But but they do though. They that's the I mean, they count. But they're the sheep. You can't you can't use their brains as like well, you know. To your point, uh, he says not every event is pre-planned. Some unforeseen things happen. They have to adjust accordingly. They have the money and power to do it. It's I possible. Think that's true. I do too. I think it, it is possible that you know you're right, and it, you know I'm too. I'm seeing the forest from the trees. I'm too wrong as far as him being a controlled opposition guy, and that he was just somebody who was you know supposed to be just do you know be this dummy candidate and he just decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And he pissed them off. Yeah. I think that's potential. Let's say, even if that is the case, they still use them as this proxy boogeyman to get a lot of their their job. Inarguable. Inarguable. 
But it's like that old quote, never let a good disaster go to waste or whatever. It's like I I would look at it more like they figured out how to exploit it. And because they did, they finally did get control of everything. Once the coup came out, they did regain power. And you could feel his influence waning with people. Uh, And like his his control of the whole situation, like like just went away, even though he was probably right. Like the whole Biden laptop thing, like was so like blatant. And that just wasn't a story so far that the New York Post had their Twitter banned. The New York fucking Post had their Twitter account canceled. It's like I don't see that as a control. Like he's on our side. They wouldn't need to do stuff like that if that was the case. Unless again, that's 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 the act. That's a part of the, the the act. It's too clumsy. It's not an act. They're they're reactionary. If they were in control of the narrative, why would they have to be so reactionary? Why would they have to uh, scramble to like find ways to contradict this guy? That's why I don't think it was a work. I think they just kept they kept trying to subvert him, and they eventually did. But I don't think that that was the plan all along. It doesn't seem like that to me. I don't know. Well, regardless, do you want to see some clips of the uh, the Chappelle, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, um, Closer? The protests? No, oh, the protests. protests that are going on right now. I hadn't now. seen any clips. I didn't know they were going on. Yeah, let's see that. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. I didn't I, realize how late it was. It's like news. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's like news right now. I guess there's like big protests going on uh, outside Netflix or whatever. You want to see this? Yeah, yeah. We like Dave. This guy. Uh, uh. Why are you breaking my sign? Why is breaking my sign? Don't have free speech rights. Don't have free speech rights. It's all of you. That guy looks like a Oh, what a cocksucker. What a cocksucker. Well, wow, that guy looks silly as fuck. But what, yeah. that guy, he, he destroyed his sign, and then he goes, he's got a weapon. What a little bitch. Jesus. That guy needs his ass kicked. What so a wait, fucking puss whack. So this, this Dave Chappelle thing is so ridiculous. And I, one thing I've said, uh, and I'm going to kind of bring the thing here. So they're fucking and maybe there were uh protests on netflix last year but when cuties came out with her protests no of course people in the street because i didn't see it if there were it's narratives it's not about it's just narratives it's not it's not about principles we know that and like netflix has got their own narrative with dave and the thing is like i didn't watch the special so this is all conjecture and hearsay but like uh but what, what i heard ryan long break it down and he's like essentially what he was saying was that well you know, trans people, blah, blah, but black people still have it worse or something to that effect. That was Ryan Long's summation of it. And I tend to trust Uh his opinion on things. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty sharp. Uh, So it's like the idea, like I like Dave Chappelle, excuse me. I like Dave Chappelle. I think he's funny. Uh, I think he's a tad overrated, but I do think he's a good comic. Um, But it's like the idea that he's not, that he's contrary to the system it's like eh, yes and no but he's not he's not eric july yeah. you know what i mean like he, he still walks the line on certain issues especially yeah. like the black issue like he still says what he's supposed to say so Hell, he's not this crazy rebel even this trans issue, he called himself a turf which means uh what was it trans exclusion radical feminist feminist yeah. it still includes feminism so he's still turf. In the leftist sphere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's still, like, you know what I mean? Like, and so Netflix is, everyone's like, I stand with Dave. I'm like, I mean, I guess. 
This is what, I, uh, I just stand with free speech. They're gonna pull this special. Is that is that? Are you just suggest, are you predicting that or is it proof? Yeah, is that is that uh, what you think is gonna happen or has that officially happened uh, for Big Moon? Just, I think he's just predicting that. Yeah, I kind of think that's gonna happen too. Um, what he said, I think they're gonna pull the special. And I think they're gonna probably hire back all the employees. So the story is Netflix employees to stage a walkout in the wake of CEO's response to controversial Dave Chappelle special. The trans employee research group at Netflix. Oh, there's a trans employee resource group. Got to research trans employees. It's a prediction. Uh, is planning a company okay is planning a company-wide walkout on October 20th in protest of remarks made by joint CEO Ted Sarandos regarding Dave Chappelle's recently released comedy special The Closer uh, blah 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 anti-trans yada yada um, trying to see what's the what are the news though like I want to see um, oh uh, Elliot Page is supporting the walkout as well as Jamila Jamil I don't know who that is I'm not sure either uh, Oh, this woman looks like a treat. Uh, Ashley Marie Preston. This isn't cancel culture, <laughs> okay, but an avoidance of accountability. You can rephrase it however you want, but it's you're just telling people that they can't say the things you disagree with. So yeah. that uh, It's violence. It causes violence, don't you know? People will be killed because of what Dave Chappelle said. Dude, this one point. guy is taking on the whole fucking crowd. God bless him. Uh, I'm looking at another this guy right here. He's the yeah, one who's uh, like Chuck, I can't see this clip. I just see a, are you talking about No, it's this still this guy. Oh. Like he weapon! He's taking on the whole crowd. He's got a weapon. <laughs> he's got a <laughs> like, weapon. He's laughing. He this, the one this guy, guy rules. This guy don't give a fuck. I'm not anything. What is she doing? What is with these women at these protests acting like everyone is, is their children? Well, yeah, but like if he so much as raised his hand to her, like then he'd be, the, you know what I mean? They'd get him, like they would be able to subdue him and take, you know. But like be right. I'm just gonna walk around this, this like that would creep me out so much. It would it would enrage me? I'm so yeah, glad I mean I that woman this. lives in an absolute bubble. They all do. I mean, the other yeah. guy had a tax the rich shirt on. You're like, oh, these the leftists. I mean, it's just. You know, whether this is a type of thing that's like it's all a psyop or these people really believe it or it's a mixture of both. It's like, okay, whatever. It's all bullshit. Like it, even even if they genuinely believe it and none of this is is uh, orchestrated, it's still yeah. fucking bullshit. Either one is bullshit. It's not like it's not like I think they have a point until I learn that it's all nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't think all this. Uh, I don't think everything everywhere is orchestrated. I just think, you know, higher stuff as far as this shit. I can't believe they're really protesting. I mean, I can believe it, but it's like, really? I just, just want to see more of this guy. Yeah, I just want to like see more guy. of this dude. I love this guy. He's great. I'm just here to say that jokes are funny, people. <laughs> Dave is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I don't know why all the violence. I don't know why all the hate. <laughs> 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 you make me happy celebrating the. Uh, 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 Look at that girl losing her mind. Well, I assume it's a girl. She is losing her fucking that gender mind. Bigot. Oh, this is funny. Yeah. It's funny, too. Like, that's obviously in LA. Look how sunny and nice it is there. 
you know, and all these people are just angry and miserable. And it's like, just go to the beach and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get over yourself, man. Out of all the things to protest Netflix for, because he said, because Dave Chappelle said some jokes you didn't like. Honest to God. Honest to yeah. God. This guy rules, though. I love it. I'm just saying, jokes are funny. Dave's a funny guy. <laughs> this guy's great. Dave Chappelle. My buddy. That guy oh, rules. Man. I love that guy. That guy. I want him on the show. He rules. Yeah. We. Yeah. We need to get. Yes. If uh, they can wake up this early. Um, <laughs> I hate this early. Says, Two in the uh, afternoon. These people don't go to the beach, dude. That's where all the attractive, sensible people are. And yeah, uh, Cinch and Dildo brings up a point I've already covered in a past episode, which is why you should sub to the show because we're we're doing daily shows. Uh, tired of people sucking any dick or any celeb that says something they agree with. I, I've said, you can you know, suck our dicks though. Yeah, yeah. If, we, if, if you're we, a girl, anybody, go ahead. I'm like I'm oh. saying metaphorically suck our dicks. I don't mean literally, unless you really yeah. want to. But it's uh, no, I I think it's. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, and and the people turn these, uh, you know, a mild disagreement into like that's my guy, like they're gonna go to war behind yeah. Dave Chappelle. It's like, all right, I mean, yeah. he did what? look. He's the one who coined the alphabet community. He did coined he that term. It? Mm-hmm. it was in Sticks and Stones, and it was a really good point that he made. And the weird thing is. People make him out to be this anti-trans guy. He's really empathetic to the trans situation. He just does it yeah. in a funny way where he, he said the whole thing where uh, his joke last year was the Asian thing where he's like, this yeah. is how I feel inside. You know, he's like, uh, if I felt like I was Chinese inside, like how challenging that would be. And people like yeah. he was extraordinarily empathetic. He just sort of pierced the bullshit in the propaganda. And that was the issue. That's the issue. It's not the, the they try to turn it in everything that isn't like, oh, it's, it's going to encourage violence. No, it isn't. It Shut is, your you fucking bigot. face. You're, You're encouraging bigot, more you violence. But the- oh, shit. <laughs> what? You got to go? Yeah, I didn't realize how late is again. God damn. All right. That's damn okay. It. I want to go another like hour and a half because I know. Like, uh, wait, 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 real quick. What was the this you had up? Uh, oh, it's uh, just an, another article on this on this okay. story. It's just about. I guess this is like another uh, clip of this awesome dude. I'm in charge of the protest now. This guy rules. <laughs> this guy's great. Oh, Who is he? How many? I bet you none of these people are trans. They're all allies. Uh-huh. But also, all latte like, allies. How, why would him making jokes not make trans lives matter? You're, you're, uh, what is it? It's people. You're, you're uh, denying their existence. But he's not. Yeah, he is, because he's a bigot. But, but none of that's true. Like, jokes don't, like, if anything, it validates you, your existence. Like, if, if he felt trans lives didn't matter, he wouldn't bring it up, because it doesn't yeah. matter. Actually, you know, give me one second. I'll be right back because I don't want to okay. end quite, you know, just abruptly. Hold on. All right. I'm going to watch this clip then. It's like it's a clip from this A lot special. of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a <laughs> and killed him in Walmart. 
Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> in our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. <laughs> what is the problem with that? I don't understand. It's obviously true. There's a whole group of people whose feelings were hurt. He's right. He's he's 100% right. It's like that meme with the Hannibal Burris. Why are you booing me? I'm right. It's like spot on. <laughs> what's to disagree with? I don't understand. He, well, all you're doing is proving his point. <laughs> Well, the the point is, um, you're a bigot, and oh, oh my that, that's, that, that's, 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 I apologize that's the on behalf of the culture crime fighters. I didn't mean to insult or deride the feelings or encourage violence on any trans person whatsoever. If, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. If you're not willing to suck a trans woman's pee pee, to quote Sensei Dildo, uh, you're a bigot. You're transphobic, obviously. You, if you're not willing, how big of a pee pee are we talking? I mean, is there masculine. any con? Oh. No, then. Stop being a bigot, Matt. <laughs> it's too big. It's too no, big. No, I'm so I'm I'm hope this isn't you know. You know what the <laughs> thing is though. The people who come up with this shit aren't actually the groups. Some some ideologue. None of those people at that protest. I don't think, at least that I could see, were were transgender. They were just the allies. They were just you know they had there are a few uh, older ladies with the the man haircut, but like they're mostly just allies. It just they, looked like a bunch of leftists, yeah. Yeah, and this is who just don't have a good job, obviously. Of course, because it's the middle of a day on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? They, so, like, but you know like what's funny? They didn't have a job, but they didn't look poor. They looked no, they weren't. They probably were like poor people don't have time for this shit. Yeah, they looked like they were well to do. To be honest, a bunch of well to do middle class. No offense, they're Caucasians. probably it's fucking Hollywood. They're probably hoping to network. <laughs> yeah, they probably maybe. were, man. They're probably trying to get some fucking jobs out of this protest. Like, yeah, I met somebody. I met an agent at the protest. Yeah, I'm a writer. Got their fucking business card with them. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, scumbags. it probably was. I'm sure that happened. Fucking scumbags in Hollywood. It's a disgusting town. Yeah, it's a disgusting town full of disgusting people. Uh, let me. I want to see this clip. I don't know what this is, but I want to see it. Ding ding ding. Back up, guys. Back up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, guys. Off the car. Off the car. Hey, Dave, what up, Dave? Hey, hey. Look at Hey, you upset the LGBTQ community? No, look, he's just laughing. He's not saying a word. Just smiling and laughing. That's great. Just someone who cares about funny. Yeah. Just cares about funny. Yeah. He and that's that that video really didn't show much. It's a guy. No, it didn't. Him. He probably didn't even hear him. And he just going by his He's just laughing. I mean, look, and even watching that clip, you're like, Dave is funny. I mean, he he's funny. funny. Like, it's like, I, I don't, you know, when he did the eight minutes and 24 seconds or whatever about George Floyd and still, you know, he is still like the somber tone and the whole thing. It's just validating that this is, this is the real problem with the black community. It's like, yeah, it, it isn't, but okay. No, and it's like, 
Yeah, it's like, all right, it's like number 475 on the list, but okay. Yeah. And it's like, but it's, you know, the, even that where you're just like, all right, you roll your eyes through it. Um, but he, when he is being funny, he's hilarious. He's just yeah. a funny guy. I agree. You say you think he's overrated? Question mark? To a degree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all this might be. fervor. I mean, I think like when Tom the other night or last well, whatever the cocktail hour yeah. was like a week, two weeks ago. Uh, he was saying like, you know, uh, "Killing Them Softly" was his best special, and I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. That's one like, of the older ones, right? Y- yeah, it's like and actually, I didn't say anything. I do agree with that. I like his older nah, stuff better. Nah, I think I where I Go think ahead. he's overrated, where I was tending to agree with you, is like I feel almost a piggyback off what Central Tildo said earlier before I left for a second. Um, a lot of people not necessarily suck his dick because they agree with him, but they just he's more, you know, base now. He's saying things you're quote unquote mm-hmm. not supposed to say. Right. But back then he was just a good comedian making jokes for the point of funny. You know what I mean? Right. And I kind of yes. like that better than mm. him being. But he's always making this. but he's been making social points his whole career. Like that's his brand. True, but it, it's been in the name it's still been in the name of making you laugh. Yeah, like hundred percent. 100%. Like, he would always make you laugh with the truth. That's like that. Yeah. He was a good, he's a good comedian. Like he, he's that's a good what comedian. a good comedian is supposed to do. But it's, it's like, like Patrice. Yeah. Like you still got to like the song. I don't care what message you're trying to put in it. It still has to, you still have to make something that's entertaining. So that's why I appreciate Dave Chappelle. And I, I actually like the older stuff better than the newer stuff. Not that I dislike it. So that's why I kind of. Well, just why I didn't like, why I don't prefer the older stuff is because I felt like he never stuck the landing. I felt like he'd make a really good like uh, premise, a really good like joke, but then he'd silly his way out at the end. Like he would talk about, and he would always do something. That I'm like, wait, that's not real. Like he would talk about it a girl's. T- well, yeah, but it, like in a way that would take me out of the joke. Like he would say, you know, like this girl's titties are popping out of her turtleneck. I'm like, that doesn't. That's not how turtlenecks work. Like, so I'm out, like I'm already, eh? and then you like a four year old selling drugs, and you're like a four year old. Like, that's funny though. I I didn't, but I just would lose because it was like he's making these great points, but then he would do something so silly that I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just nitpicking, but it, it would no. take me out of it, and I didn't like it. But I felt with Sticks and Stones, he never did that. He stuck the fucking landing on every single joke. I was always very impressed. So I have the opposite opinion. I like the silly stuff. I like the, the, the mm. absurdist type thing. Okay. Because, again, it's just it's I'm I'm here to laugh. I'm not here to hear any. I mean, if you got points, cool, but I'm here to just laugh. Yeah, four-year-old's not really selling drugs. Uh, it has a kid or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I got kids to feed. Got kids to feed. Yeah, it's it's that's the point. It's it's absurd, and so you can laugh at it. It's still I, funny. I, I mean, laugh. it is still funny, but I guess it just. But to I me, get your point. Yeah, it's less. It's less. It's less. It, it's more joke, joke, jokey, jokey, joke, and it's less. Let me make a point and have a clear, concise point be expressed over yeah. a, a period of time, which is what yeah. he does more now. And he does a great job. Like he makes he makes terrific points and that are very funny. But regardless, Sentient yeah. Dildo thinks a four-year-old drug dealer with kids is hilarious. Well, I don't actually. I don't find that imagery funny. You know, yeah. what it's it's mocking a, a, a portion of the baby. Well, you know what? Kyle MFS brings up a, a solid point. He's exaggerating. But in the hood, you do see kids shit, see uh, doing shit you wouldn't imagine. So there's an element of reality to it. If it was an eight year old, ah. it would be less. It would be too real to be funny. He's right. There are eight, ten, interesting twelve point. year olds. You Interesting know, point. I just, youngest. I don't know. 
I feel like that's just a microcosm of an example. That, but I just remember I felt like a lot of times, I'm like, no, man, stick the fucking li-. like, finish your point. Like, you're making a great point. Don't just escape it. Like, even in one of his specials, he talked about this guy who like um, said something racist to him on the street, and then like, I guess they. Like, somehow, like, they found the kid and his mother, like, apologized and he made this joke about how, like, you know, um, he he wanted to, like, he said, like, all right, if I just, it'll be cool if I can just, like, bang your mom. And it was, like, this, it was funny. It was, you know, yeah. a good joke. But then, like, he didn't explain how the actual situation got resolved. I'm like, whoa, whoa, I was invested in that whole story. Can you please finish the story? Like, yeah. That's the type of thing. Like, I feel like he would get like eighty percent of it, and then the last twenty percent would just be like, "Wait, where's the rest? What you finish? Please finish." And he wouldn't. And I guess that was the thing I didn't like about it. Whereas in Sticks and Stones, I felt like he stuck the landing on every single point and joke, and I was like blown away. I thought it was the best comedy special I've ever seen. Mm. I, like I was Sticks blown away. Stones, yeah. I, I, anyway, stuff. But yeah. Uh, I uh, appreciate everyone for being here. Uh, please show back yep. tomorrow. Please show up next week on Matt's channel. So you haven't subbed to Matt. Sub to Matt. Uh, we, we're doing the Vigilante Wins show daily. Uh, so please check that out. We have clips and other stuff, clips to come out later. Uh, we will be on the MF for Cocktail Lounge. Maybe I'll, I'll be late because of work. But um, I'll be there. Yeah. So On time this week, 9.30. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Um, Keep an eye out for um And you got the Band of Brothers that- thing, right? Yeah, that's right. That's tonight. Oh, yeah. My channel. Um, I think we're doing episodes seven, seven, eight, maybe eight. Actually, I need mm-hmm. to figure. I gotta, I gotta talk to Pat S. But we are uh, def. I'm definitely at seven o'clock on my channel, seven central. Uh, we are talking Band of Brothers. So come on over and talk about it. Come check me out. Yeah. So Pat S, please get uh, with Fireball for that. Yeah. I want to thank everybody else for being here. Uh, if you like the video, please like the video. If you're so obliged, share, subscribe, please do that. And even if you've done none of these things, thank you for watching. Thank you for your time. And thank you for checking out the Culture Crime Fighters. Uh, time to hit the outro. Peace. Deuces.